Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. What, what, what's new? What, what are you doing, Hefe? Oh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. We are live on a Monday night. Full crew here in the Hideout. Funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I am El Hefe, and that is J-Dubs. We are your hosts. Chunks, executive producer of the Hideout, is here. He's also screening your phone calls. If you want to be somebody, you do it like this. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041, if you have a singular wireless phone. Uh, that is Tommy Bateman, our director. He mans the talk and roll controls, also uh, responsible for the content uh, on the hideout page on realradio.fm. Yippee. And one of them is also uh, going to use Real Radio Hideout, the AOL Instant Messenger. That'll be Tommy. So he, uh, you will type to him. If he deems it funny enough, he will pass it along to me. Only a very select few have the double secret inside Instant Messenger. It's mainly uh, Matt Albert to send jokes. Uh, a lot to get done tonight, J-Dubs. We only have four nights this week. Uh, four nights for the rest of the year. So we have a year's worth of show to do in four nights. If you want to get in and you want to be somebody, you got to be do it early and you got to do it often. Mm-hmm. Um, Dubs, some of the stuff to run down, and it just saddens me. There are multiple stories of the stolen baby Jesus, and I don't know what kind of animal would steal baby Jesus, but it doesn't seem right. And quite honestly, as someone who's not a Christian, I'm offended. Well, here's the thing. I don't know what they're stealing it for. There could be some very disgusting things going on with the baby Jesus being stolen. Listen, I don't even want to think about that. Yeah. I To me, it is. It, I don't even pray. I'm praying now mm-hmm. for these stolen baby Jesuses. Because, in fact, I say this. Uh, why haven't there been Amber Alerts? Baby Jesus is missing. Why isn't there an Amber Alert? That's my question. And it hasn't been answered. So we'll talk about that. Also, my weekend from hell. I, uh, I'm i going to say this. I almost died Saturday night. And I genuinely mean that I almost died. I don't want to tell you how yet, but it was uh, really something serious. Dubs also, too, uh, some of the people of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's been flown, floated out. It's that time of year to recall the past year. Yeah, the, right now, uh, these next couple of weeks, you'll just see a lot of uh, moments from 2005 on TV, a lot of greatest uh, moments, greatest things that happened all over the news, all over the TV shows. They're, that's what they're going to be doing for the and next make, couple of weeks. And it makes our life easier. Mm-hmm. So we'll be doing we'll be, In case you didn't hear it anywhere else, uh, we will not only bring it to you, we will commentate. 
Because allegedly that's what they pay us for, commentating. We'll bring it hard. Mm. Ew. Yeah, not really, actually. Mm. And uh, finally, too, maybe we'll get into a little bit of the political pundit improv here in the hideout. A lot of political stuff. With the political improv, uh, uh, political pundit improv, one of us has to take a side. One of us, uh, we're both, uh, I would say, more liberal-leaning guys. <laughs> you think? Mm, occasionally. So uh, when we do the political pun and improv, we uh, flip a coin, and one of us has to play the part of the Republican, but legitimately. Yeah, not, uh, you know, kind of puffing our chest and trying to make fun of Republicans. You have to really take the Republican side and argue it to the best of your ability. All right, Bobo says the baby Jesus was delicious. Bobo, it was your people who killed him. Oh. Well, allegedly... I don't think they're trying to kill the baby one. I think they have no problem with baby Jesus. And people are asking, has anyone uh, checked the J-Dubs' quote-unquote molester van for the stolen baby Jesuses? And no, you know what? better not. And that's another thing about the stolen baby Jesuses. Have you ever... I've never thought about how you make Jesus plural. Do you put an E-S at the end of Jesus? No, you uh, put the uh, apostrophe at the end of Jesus. You do? Mm-hmm. But it's he's not it's not a possessive he's not owning anything. Hmm. It's multiple Jesuses that are missing of the baby kind. So we'll get into all that tonight, Jade. Oh come on, Bobo, I was just kidding. You know that. <laughs> come on, Bobo. But um, Dubs, we start off the night uh, with a phone call that you made to me, and I am I am completely surprised you want to put this on the air, but I am I will say hey. I will sit back, and it is the J-Dub Show on Real Radio 104.1. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I want you to pepper in uh, along with what I'm going to say here. I'd rather uh, not. I'm going to go ahead and uh, eat my pretzels. You aren't supposed to eat in here. I'm going to really have to call uh, Terrific Tom. and Terrific tell, Tom don't care. Tell him that you're getting crumbs in the phone system. So what happened? Uh, Friday night after the open door and after we went out to our super secret location, uh, to have drinks and everything afterwards with the rest of the heretics, I went back home. Um, my girlfriend was sleeping on the couch. Hot. Yeah. Did you greet her by unzipping your pants and slapping it on her face and saying, hey, wake up. I need some water. More like the small of the back. Okay. Um, but I, I grab her phone because there's a message waiting on the phone. It's a picture mail on the phone. Oh, wow, all right. So a lot of times she gets the picture mail from her family and everything. Her her, uh, sister has kids and everything, so especially this time of the year, we get a lot of pictures of them in their holiday gear, uh, you know, putting stuff on the tree, doing that kind of crap. And uh, so I, I go to open the picture mail. It's some dude. Just a picture of some dude. So I scroll... Through the pictures a little bit more, there's a picture of his penis on the phone. I try not to jump to any conclusions. I go over to the computer. Now, hold on a second. Was that, was that person SBK? No. Okay, because no. I know that he... It was a very white penis. I know that he uh has a tendency to say, hey, come here, look at my new phone, and then show you a picture of his penis. Mm-hmm. This old brother does that. So I go over to the computer where uh, my girlfriend's instant message is still uh, up. Shut up, Oops. will you? There we go. 
What's her instant message name? I'm not going to tell you that. Like, I don't already And she's talking to this kid that I've met before. Uh, she's been friends with him since she was like five or six. Yeah, we uh, all know him. His name's... Uh, no, it's not SBK. It's, uh, his name's Dominic. Dominic was sending messages, and uh, they're ca- they're catching up, you know, doing the friend thing. Hey, how's your penis? Mine's great. Um, there's only uh, one guy talking. So. Oh. Okay. Uh, I thought you were ready to announce that. So, I uh, I go on. I find Dominic uh, chatting with my girlfriend, and. Uh, He's it starts off pretty innocent. Like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, it's how have been you been? A long time. Yeah, how have you been? I'm talking like seven, eight months, whatever. This is how much it's grown since then. <laughs> and uh, then he asked her to send a picture of what she looks like now. So she sends a picture Hot. Of, of her. Hot. And myself. Oh, and that's sweet. Now mm-hmm. that's a good move. Yeah. Does she make it known in the IM conversation she is dating? Um, well, he, he knows. Sponge tongue. He knows that. Okay. He's known that for a while. I I met him back in Michigan. We we're already together back then. Okay. So she sends that, and he says, "I don't want one with that fag Justin in it." Now here's the thing. Um, I actually that's what uh, management said when I sent down our tapes. Mm. They go, could you please get rid of... The fag, yeah, okay. Uh, and uh, so already, <laughs> already I'm turned off on this whole thing, and I've always had the suspicion about this guy. This no. guy is a major, major douchebag. Every time I've met him... Oh, it's not SBK. This guy has always been a major douchebag. All right, so but how has he been a douchebag? Tell me how he's well, been. I, when is I, he one of those guys that... Whenever he's, you know he's there to bang a girl? Exactly. Okay. He's, uh, every time I've met him, uh, I've always been very nice to him, because my girlfriend's always had guy friends, and they, this is the only one that I really, really knew was an ass. Because most of the times, too, as a dude, you know which guys are trying to bang your mm-hmm. chick and which ones aren't. And I, I, I hang out with all of her friends back in Michigan, they were always really cool, Really uh, inviting to me, you know, hanging out, doing whatever. And this guy was very, uh, okay, you can leave now. I'm trying to talk to your girlfriend type guy. You know, he never said that, but you he know, asked you, you to leave. No, no, but you could always tell he wanted me to. Uh, what does he look like? He's. Like, uh, here's what I imagine. Okay. I imagine uh, one of those dirt balls with a dirt stash that idolizes Eminem. He's a young spoon. That's what he is. He's a very uh, uh, small guy, uh, very um, just very. He, he's one of the, yeah one of those guys that looks like he wants to be Eminem, dresses the part, does all that stuff, and uh, yeah. So I, I scroll down further in the message that they were sending back and forth, and uh, he's sending pictures. He's like, I'm gonna send you like ten to fifteen pictures. So All right, now, uh, 6 9 Sis is asking, is it Dirty Howie? No. We know he likes to get everyone pregnant and show his pee-pee all over the place. Well, it's not Dirty Howie. Okay. Just making sure. Uh, so I scroll down further, and he goes, did you get the one of my penis? 
Wow. Okay, to, Not, for those of you just tuning in, this is something that happened. This is a, this is a conversation that was happening online between Dubs's chick and an ex-friend of hers who still lives in Michigan. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, so after he says that to her, she goes, oh, is that what that was? Oh, burn. You know, I, I thought it was a pinky. <laughs> is that what she said? I think that was the, the joke there. Oh, okay. But uh, but it was she wasn't ooing and awing. No, of course but, not. She's dating you. But yours is of course. But I had a little to drink that night before I got home. So I stand over. Wake up, bitch! All right, hold on a second. I I want you to pause there. I want you to pause there because we got to take a break. All right. Okay. I want to when we get back. I want to hear the reaction. I heard a little bit of the reaction. But I want to hear about the back and forth between you and your chick after this is being discovered after a Friday night. Jake the Mechanic in Winter Park, you're in the hideout. What you got, Jake? What's up, guys? Hey, man, I just want to tell J-Dubs he needs to lay off Jimmy Jams. He's not like that. Yeah, it's, it's not fair. And here's the thing, too. Hey, and I, I'm sorry I had a time for the picture of my penis. I'm going to be sending your girlfriend. Yeah, we all are. <laughs> all of them just lined up saying, guess which one? Which one do you want first? <laughs> He thanks for playing. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. In the middle right now of a Lifetime original movie, except it would be on Spike. It's J-Dubs and his girlfriend, his girlfriend having erotic uh, talk, one-sided erotic talk yeah, from it, an ex-friend of hers. It was uh, from the guy's side. She really didn't uh, participate in it at all. All right, here's another question. Matt, I, I, don't, want you, I don't want you to answer now. But answer when we get back. Was uh, the member? Yes. Was it at ease or saluting? I told you not to answer. I didn't answer which way. I thought you were going to say large. Was it? <laughs> not really. Of course not. You're looking at yours every day. Mm. Uh, all right, let's take a break and we'll come back. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Are you comfortable... With people telling you what to do in your relationship? Or will you be willing to take advice of people? I'm, some I'm, people may blame your chick. If you want to blame my chick, that's fine. I, right, I, that's I, the I role get, I'll take. I will, get, uh, I will get into everything we talked about, explanations, everything when we get back. I will take a break and we'll come back. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. There's another part of this story that I can't wait and I hope you're going to tell it when we get back. I'll talk to you about it during the break. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's like he wrote this song for you, Dubs. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Live on a Monday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Do you want me to get to Matt Albert's question? Uh, no, let me recap. Okay. Uh, Friday night after the open door in the uh, secret location with the heretics for the after party, Dubs comes home. Uh, finds an IM conversation that his chick is having with an ex-friend uh, in Michigan. And as it turns out, the ex-friend at, sent a picture, a lot of pictures, uh, to her on her picture phone, and also a picture of his penis. And so, uh, Dubs, we're now at the point in the story where Dubs is going to wake his chick up. Now, Matt Albert's question was, was the uh, member... A uh, saluting, or at ease. It was that attention. Okay. 
Uh, let's take a couple phone calls real okay. fast. Let's go to uh, Jesse. You're in the high down road radio. What you got, Jesse? Yo, man. J-Dubs. Yeah. I, I had a girlfriend, man, and mm-hmm. she had one of these dudes, you know what I mean? And what, what I think you got here is uh, she's got a backup dong. You know what I mean? Like, uh, once you got that picture, she should have flipped down and let them know that's not a friendship behavior. You know what I'm saying? Now, all right, so there is one point of view of mm-hmm. if she is truly yours and truly taken, she should have flipped out and said, hey, this isn't acceptable. I don't need this. I got a man. I think, personally, from where I'm coming from, uh, her making fun of it was good enough because if someone sends me a picture... A naked picture, and I, I'm not going to flip out of them and say, how dare you send me a picture of those uh, nice round breasts. Because, yeah. by the way, oh, oh, well, we'll get to that yeah. in a second. Uh, now, here's J-Dub's girlfriend's boyfriend from Michigan. You're in the High Down Row Radio. Hey, Dubbies. Yo. What's up, babe? Hey, yeah, <laughs> this is your, your girlfriend's, uh, your boyfriend from up in Michigan. What do you got, I my friend? I just wanted to say, um, hey, I uh, know. You should have seen the picture she sent me, huh? Oh, see? Mm-hmm. That's where it's at. Yeah. Now, Dubs, you come home. You're mm-hmm. drunk from hanging out with the heretics and partying. Not drunk, but I buzzed. I had three beers. I had a, uh, a uh, inhibition buzz where, you know, uh, I'm I'm a little bit more loose. So it's, it, And by the way, Matt Albert says it's time to round up the heretics. Time to get the posse. Go out and do some ass whooping. So you are now going to confront your girlfriend. Mm. And this happened Friday night, Saturday morning. So I'm a, I'm a little buzzed and really worked up, you know? So I lean over, clap my hands. Wake up, bitch! Wow. Wake up! Okay, now you're clapping your hands, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, clapping my hands right in front of her face. No, all right, all right. no. And uh, so she wakes up. I proceed to yell at her a little bit more right then. What are you yelling? What are you saying? What the F is this? I like holding the phone and everything, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I'm going to go chill out for a few minutes. I might be back tonight. I may go somewhere else. I don't know. I'm I'm going to go chill out. Yelling, of course. Uh, so I leave. I try to call you. What figure. time was this? Right after uh, we left uh, the other place. So I think it was like 1.30. I couldn't get a hold of you, so I called Tommy. Start talking with him about it. Now, what's her reaction when you wake her up? Shocked. I'm, really? Yeah, she she had a little drink that night too. So she and I'm I'm yelling like a maniac. So she really doesn't know what to say. Once she gets her stuff together, like her bearings about yeah, it. Yeah, two or three minutes at, talking to Tommy, she beeps in and asks me to come back. Okay. So I I came back in and I start talking with her. Um, from there, I, I'm still worked up. Right. And she asks, are you going to hurt me? (laughs) Like she's legitimately worried that I I, think a serious question. I have never, I'm not a violent person, especially towards family members or, you know, friends or especially my girlfriend. You never hit a woman? No. Unless she hit me. But she asked, are you going to hurt me? And um, now, does that make you feel good in a way? Like she, you got no. her scared? No. I, I I, actually, that made me a little sad. Yeah, I'm like, no, of course I'm not going to hurt you. 
what am I going to do? Walk over and beat Punch the hell you? out of you? No, I'm completely with you on I, that. I'm like, if I'm gonna, if I want to hurt you, I'm going to kick you out, and uh, you can go live with your parents or something. You can do that. Right. That's how I'll hurt you. Right. If I want to. But not physically, because that's no. stupid to do it physically. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's take a phone call real quick. All right. James in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What do you got, James? Um. Hey. Uh. I, I got a girlfriend, and uh, we got these two friends. Like they're kind of like. Less my friend and more her friends, uh, but we've known them, oh, God, since at least freshman year in high school. And, I mean, I love my girlfriend, and, and she loves me, and uh, at least I think she loves me, but uh, she's beautiful. <laughs> and uh, these guys, I feel kind of bad for them because they're kind of like that case where, you know, Alea's just, my girlfriend's name is Alea. She's just such a nice person that she just genuinely befriends them. And so, like, they kind of have this hopeless, like kind of like flirtation that always goes on with her. Mm-hmm. They always. Th- well, here's the thing. They're they're gonna. They want to bang her. I mean, yeah. there's no oh, doubt. Oh, that- I know they do. Oh, I, I know they do. I mean, I mean, she's never gonna go for them because it's just like they they can even annoy her to some degree. But as they as they as much as they annoy me, she's just too nice to you know really kind of tell them to fuck me. Um, you know, yeah, you know, no, I got you. Yeah, yeah, I got you, James. Thank you, buddy. Now he's uh, got, he can identify about you know he's got a girlfriend. Guys like to hang out with her. And, and that's kind of the deal with my girlfriend, where she's been friends with this guy since since uh, you know they were five. Never had a relationship. All right, he's dirty then. Yeah. He's just thinking of the five-year-old her. Yeah, and uh, it, that's why it, I think if it was some guy that she just had met did that, she would have probably flipped out on him. But she doesn't want, you know, she's not going to, you know, uh, entertain him at all with it, but she's not going to flip out on him over the picture. That's where I was at with... Uh, with that by the end of this. but All right, so what do you guys, you guys have a discussion, right? Yeah. And so what do you guys talk about, you and your chick? Uh, well, we talk about what the hell, blah, 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 how I knew this guy was a scumbag. I've always known he's a scumbag, you know, and uh, this just proves it and everything, blah, 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 blah. And she's trying to, you know, calm me down, saying that she Does doesn't she... want anything to do with him. You know, she just jumped online. And he IM'd her, and they were talking back and forth, and uh, she was waiting for our neighbor to get home because they usually hang out on Friday nights. So and she's just having a friendly discussion. Yeah. Okay. Um, 407-916-1041, What are your thoughts on this, Stubbs? Well, we got into the, also in the discussion of uh, what I do for a living, and, you know, I have... I. You know, we'll oh, chat no. with girls. So and here's a, what do you do for a living? Because I'm still unsure. I keep us employed. Because without me, that wouldn't be going on. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what what we do for a living is, you know, we we talk on the radio, we make friends with new people and everything, and sometimes we get this kind of stuff sent to us. And yeah, everything. then look, and, we're not gonna lie. We got we got chicks sending us nudie pics all the time. Mm-hmm. We we get so many offers for Poontang, too. It's just outrageous. And she knows all about that kind of stuff. And the, the just the, the line I drew there was, this guy is a guy that I've never, ever liked. You know, and I've known he's a scumbag. And if this ever happened with someone that I, I've been corresponding with for years, you would flip out just like I did. This right. is what I'm telling her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she agreed and everything. But I still don't feel really satisfied until I get my hands on this guy. Really, that's where I'm at right now. All right, so you are mad uh, at him. I, yeah, I, I got over... 
the matter her part, you know, after looking through the uh, conversation you, you, you a couple times. You don't feel times. there are any trust issues with her? No, not, not after looking through the uh, conversation a few times of what they had on online there. Uh, I feel pretty, but I definitely know that this guy is trouble, and I've mainly because he called you a fag. Yeah, a fagula. If he if he said it like that, I'd laugh. But when you say it like you know, if you just call someone a fag, you know, which by the way that, I hate that word. That that bluntly, you are not using that as some kind of real funny kind of thing. You're saying that as an angry thing. You're saying put that put down. Yeah, it's a, it's a definite put down without any comedic value at all. Tommy Bateman, what do you think? No guy wants to be just friends with any girl. Mm-hmm. The only time it might be is if the guy is gay or if he's trying to make a good impression on his girlfriend's friend. Other than that, any little like uh, interest that the girl shows him, even as a friend, will be taken the wrong way. Yeah. Chunks? As a guy who has a lot of uh, expertise in relationships? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I uh, The only reason I really talk to a chick is, is to... Uh, Bang them? Yeah, exactly. And especially if sending pics of your dog, man. I mean, that's that's not just normal conversation. It's something else. He's an ass. All right, 407-916-1041, Allie in Daytona Beach here in the hideout. What you got, Allie? Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, dope. Hey, Dubs. Yeah. Actually, I got your girlfriend right here. She wants to talk to you, but mm-hmm. she's a little busy under my desk. Oh, mm-hmm. see. Now, she, no, she didn't do anything. She did not do anything other than have a conversation with a guy who's trying to bang her. Which, by the way, essentially every guy. When she's talking to me, she's having a conversation with a guy who's trying to bang her. Oh. Kyle in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, Kyle? Hey, what's up, guys? First time caller. Love the show. Thank you. J-Dubs? Yo. That's just a start, man. That's just a start. You might love her, but that's just a start. So um, get rid of them. I got some people to help you out if you need that, if you need that done. Now, the reason I'm not... Uh, if if this guy was anywhere close to where we're at right now, you know, I would have already been over there this weekend. But he lives way up north in Michigan. Where she grew up. Give out his address. I wish I could. All right, let's take a break and come back. People have all sorts of comments for you, Jubs. Jubs. I'm getting sick again. Four zero seven nine star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Quick break. It's a hideout. Real radio. Oh, that's a good point. And we'll bring this up when we get back. Is she going back to Michigan soon? It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It is El Jefe and J-Dubs. It is a Monday night. Let's recap for you. Um, Friday night, Dubs is out with uh, the heretics. The undisclosed location comes home. His girlfriend's asleep. Uh, Instant messengers are up uh, involving a conversation with her and a friend from Michigan, an ex-friend that they've known since they were five. And um, it's a one-sided sexual conversation from the guy. In addition to that, he was sending pictures of his penis to her. Run through a couple of these phone calls. Dubs yells at her. They get into a bit of a shouting match, I guess. But um, more after, of a one-sided shouting match is just me yelling. But after uh, reviewing the evidence, Dubs seems to think that she is in the clear on this. Yeah. Let's run through some phone calls real fast, and I got a couple of other things. Um, Mac Daddy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, Mac Daddy? 
Oh, you're going to Smack Daddy. Oh, Smack oh. Daddy. Well, Chunks is on the phone, so that only makes yeah, okay, sense. that's all right. Well, hey, uh, J-Dubs. Yeah. This guy's up in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you want to really kick his ass, he sounds like a piece of crap anyway. I'm going to feel from Michigan are. together and get you a round-trip airfare ticket up there. Now, here's the thing, Dubs. How about we round it up? Now, why even do airfare? How about we all pile into the Kid Toucher van, the Green Monster? Lester Big Hands, Giant Brian, Misfit Matt. Take a brother out. Destro. Destro. Now, Dubs, here's an Imagine issue. that trip. When is she, It would be a blast. When does she go back to Michigan? Uh, Thursday. Ooh. But she's going to be in a space that's five hours away from where this kid's at. All right, he's sending pictures over the Internet. You don't think he'll drive for five hours? Probably, but I don't think uh, she would offer that. Tommy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you have, Tommy? Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, hey, hey, Dubs, on mm-hmm. this situation, man, I had uh, uh, my old lady that I'm married to now for just over two years with a baby. Yeah. When I originally started dating her, she kind of had this guy that was, you know, in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. Kind of the dork guy, someone that she would never touch. But, you know, after I was with her for a couple months and he realized I wasn't going anywhere, he started throwing out a couple jabs like that. You know, just lay it down to her and say, look, it's me or him. I don't care how long you've been friends with them, either you're mine or yours. Obviously, he's tired of being in the friend zone, so... You know, take your pick or hit the road. Here's the here's the thing with that, and thank you, Tommy. Here's the thing with guys like that, though. They don't care. You no. know what I mean? They're not going. They're not going to give up. They're they're they'll almost like stalk her. You know what I mean? Like he's probably going to stalk her in some way or another. Keep calling and this, that, and the other. Um. All right. Here's a couple things. Uh, Stevo says, dude. It's always the text messages. If you want to catch your girlfriend, the text messages will always shed light. It happened to me three times. My stepbrother says he doesn't understand why chicks get upset when we don't, we don't want to be friends with them. And, um, you know, that's some of the uh, reaction, man. All right, Gator Man in Orlando, what do you got, dude? Hey, the uh, instant messenger, was that just left up on the screen like that for you to find? Uh, well... She was. Uh, she stopped talking to him uh, hours before, but he popped up uh, a uh, message late after she was already gone. And uh, it on the new AOL. If you have the new AOL uh, downloaded, uh, when, when you pop up with a new message, it shows the entire thing before. Okay, I was wondering if she had left it up on purpose for you to see or whatnot. No. Nah. Oh, oh, that's a good point. And by the way, never have these conversations on instant messenger. If if she was doing anything, you know, and she wasn't, obviously. But you never do it over IM, because that stuff is still in your computer. Yeah, it's a paper trail. Smack Daddy uh, keeps calling back and reiterating the fact that if he keeps calling and bugging, uh, that's just more of an ass-kicking that he's going to get him, and he won't he won't call after uh, Smack Daddy keeps kicking his ass. Richard and Kissimmee are in the hide on Row Radio 104.1. What do you got, Richard? Hey, I, I would wonder if they've been friends since they were five, wouldn't they already know what the boundaries are? Uh, See, that's the thing, too. Has she genuinely laid it out to this guy that she's not interested? Well, they really haven't been friends' friends, like, hanging out all the time in probably, like, seven or eight years. Right. So, probably two different people at this time. I and would... he's probably just gone into a whole uh, pervert-type yeah. way. Yeah. Because there's nothing else to do when you're in Michigan. No. Um, I will say this, Dubs. Uh, she needs to have the conversation, I would think. Has she had it already with, hey, th- this isn't something you can do if we're going to be friends? Or can will you even allow her to be friends? Oh, no. That, if 
that, with that guy, I'm I'm completely opposed to any kind of correspondence. All right, what if it were Tommy Bateman? Because we know he's a poonhound and will bang anything, no matter who it is. What? I have standards. Right. Sure. I do now. Go ahead. It just makes it worse that the guy was talking about dubs, like, when he wasn't there. Like, yeah. Calling him names. That just makes you want to, like, beat the guy down even more. But Describe the rage in your, in, your, uh, in your head when you found it. I rarely get that angry where I'll yell and yell and yell. Until I don't care if my voice is going to give out on me or not. It it was a, uh, on the rage scale, it's probably a 9.5. Wow. I'd have been so scared with you and your hideout t-shirt. Be somebody on the back. You wake me up yelling. Wake up, bitch. You know, I have sex this weekend. Mm-hmm. You think she was thinking of him? <laughs> no. Stop it. I had to ask, dude. I had to ask. She had the picture. She didn't and, have her phone with her, did she? No. And <laughs> Hold on, let me make a phone call real fast. And honestly, uh, she claims to... <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just thinking about it. She honestly claims to not have really seen it, like uh, because the pictures are about... The pictures are... <laughs> I'm sorry, Tommy was doing pantomime back there. I'm sorry, there's nothing. The pictures are honestly about the size of probably... A thumbnail. You know, yeah. And uh, unless you actually click on them, and there's a lot of pictures there, unless you actually click on them, they don't get large. Right, 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 right. Uh, Kurt in Orlando, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What do you got, Kurt? Hey, I was just saying, you know, if they've got, if they've been friends since they were five, you got to be a little sensitive and not come down like a hammer. But mm-hmm. there are lines, and that's the line. You know, he just crossed a big fat line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially I, with I, a penis pic. Well, and that, well, I, and I've always been very open with uh, her being friends with whoever she wants. It, it just really burned me that uh, you know that this guy would cross that line with no regard. Here's the thing: when I have a chick, uh, she can only uh, have fish as friends, uh, no human beings. Because who knows? She may, if she has girlfriends, she may go by. I can't compete with that. Thank you, Kurt. And then she's gonna be you're gonna be finding Nemo in her crotch. Um, 407-916-1041. All right, Dubs, let's take a break. We'll come back. People have more. Some people have some great points. Here's an odd thing, though. We haven't heard from a single chick. Ladies always first in the hideout. And I feel if the women are staying out of the conversation, because maybe they don't want to indict. Maybe they don't want to give anything away as far as the game that women run. It's a possibility. It's a Hideout Maybe. Row Radio 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. A lot to get done Next. tonight. Right now, Next. we're in the middle of Dubs' relationship. Um, 407-916-104 and 888-978-1041. All right, Alex BCS says, kudos to Dubs for keeping it real, dog. How many shock jocks will tear their real live issues on the air? I don't know what you're talking about. P.S. He hmm? should have hurt her. Oh, no. No, I agree with that. And then there's no way you heard it. All right, I'm going to run through these phone calls, Dubs. And I got Even some... though this is a hot noise. I have questions. Uh, useless Legs is, is going to bring up a great point here in a second. I got emails. We'll bring up the phone calls first. Christian, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What you got, Christian? Hello, guys. Yo, dope. I uh, bring up some, some points that have already been mentioned by other callers about okay. He she needs to lose him as a friend and and be with you, pick you, or you need to lose her. 
Um, but I'm gonna give you some uh, revenge tactics, man. Especially with what's going on in the world today, you go to go to uh, Office Depot or somewhere and get yourself a, a package of paper, or a package of envelopes. Put on some rubber gloves. Remove a piece of paper and envelope from the center of the packages. So you know, self-address it with his address as a return address mm-hmm. to to President Bush at the White House. No, and, no, no. Oh, I don't think no. we can go here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That sounds awful. <laughs> Nick and Winter Springs here in the hideout. What you got, Nick? Hey, what's up, hideout? Yo, dude. Yo. Hey, uh, hey, Dubs, do you got access to her um, to her instant message? Can you get on there without without her knowing? Yeah, I'm sure I could. Well, this is what you should do then. You could either do two things. You could either get on there and write the guy a letter, you know, and blow him off yourself as her, <laughs> or... You can say, you know, write a, write him a little message and say, yeah, I really like the pictures you sent to me, and uh, and send him some of your own, you know, as your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, you need to get some old granny porn or something like that, <laughs> and say, yeah, here's some pictures of me, baby. I can't wait. Uh, well, Dubs, why don't you do that? Why don't you hack into her IM? That seems a little going a little bit too far there. I don't. I don't want to invade any privacy. I felt bad enough as it was when I, you know, looked at that conversation. I can't believe you did that. To be honest with you, it, it, it was just a. Uh, I think it was the right thing to do at that point. But I did feel bad about it. Matt and Deland, you're in the hideout. What you got, Matt? Hey, K Dubs. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. When you when you stumbled upon the uh, Dugan picture, mm-hmm. um, did you recognize it as his, or did she recognize it as his? Aww. Well, usually I I wouldn't be able to tell because it's an op- optical illusion when it bounces from the chin, so I can't usually tell with pictures. Moose in the Palm Coast here, the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Moose? What's up, guys? Hey, listen. I think uh, I think you you just jumped the gun too quickly. You should have gotten all the facts before you approached her. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I was I was drinking a little bit though, you know. Yeah, no, I know, I hear you, and I just think that if you could have played it, if there's any way of playing it cool, it's tough to do that when it's your girl, but to play it cool just for a little while to get all the facts, and then you approach her and you ask, and then she see if she tells you the truth or not. But uh, I wish I wish we could go back in time and you could start that all over again. Mm, yeah, if we could turn back time, if we could find a way. All right, now useless legs brings up. Okay, she had a few drinks. She's talking to Jack Nuts. Mm-hmm. But why was the prick pic still on the phone? Um, what, she couldn't have deleted it, no big deal, and then maybe told you about it? Honestly, she said she Something didn't. Something ain't right in Denmark, man. That's from Useless Legs. I think he's got a good point. Why not immediately, when you get it, delete it? Honestly, she said that she, and they were all, like, uh, sent over at the same time. Like, all, like, 30 pictures in, like, one folder. And, uh... She said she just uh, thumbnailed through them. She didn't actually, uh, like, uh, look at any of them completely, and she honestly didn't think that that was in there. All right, Matt Albert says, if only more chicks would make it clear with statements like, I will never get anywhere near your penis, there'd be so many less stalking cases of friendship zone mishaps. And then he goes on to say, I can't state enough how much I hate the friend zone. And now, uh... You fill up the friend zone. Bell says, I got busted with my man for exchanging naughty photos with some other girls online. Would Dubs be upset, uh, if she was exchanging with a girl? Um, the only reason, truly, the only reason I was at the level of, uh, 
pissed offness, mm-hmm. if that could be used as a word. Probably not, but go ahead. Uh, the only reason I was at that level is because I I already had uh, a notion about this guy. I already thought he was a scumbag, and it kind of just solidified all of that. So, Dubs, where do you go from here with your chick? Uh, we're fine you want, now. You want to break up with her on the air? No. Want to call her now? We're fine now. There was, uh, you trust her even though she's going to Michigan where she's going to be able to see that penis? She won't be able to, She's going to be five hours away from where that genitalia is located. Well, you've never driven for Poon before? Not five hours. Yeah, you're right. There's no Poon worth five hours no, of driving. There's some. There's some. None that are willing to give it. That's true. Well, Dubs, I'm sorry that your relationship has crumbled. As it a guy hasn't crumbled. Who uh, has gone through a divorce? I understand that you are, uh, you know, going through some pain right now. That's, this is what I wonder, though. Mm-hmm. You seriously have no issues, like on Saturday, you guys going about your regular life? Uh, we got most of it out in the open uh, Friday. We talked a little bit more about it Saturday, and uh, by Sunday. It was completely over. What do you say on Saturday? Like, what happens when you wake up? Do you look at her? It was pretty. Do you say, normal. "Wake up, bitch! Wake up!" Like you did the first time when you when you caught I'm, it? I think I'm going to uh, use that more now. I think I'm gonna. Maybe I should uh, change my uh, my my alarm clock and just yell into it. Get one of those so they can record. That could be a a nice way of getting woke up every morning. Well, Dubs, um, now didn't she used to have access to like all your passwords and stuff? Yeah, I think she still does, for hmm. the most part. So you got a pretty open relationship. Yeah, there. I mean, and we usually don't, you know, uh, try to invade each other's space too much. Except for you when you go digging through her phone. Because here's my problem: I think you're the ass. I could, I mean, I think honestly, I, honestly, I did break a couple uh, lines of you trust. Know, I think you completely did. Not rummaging, trust. rummaging through her phone. Not trust. Personal space. I think by you rummaging through her phone, you opened up the door immensely. Well, when you rummage, when I rummage through the phone, uh, when you email that phone, it's to my name. You have to type in my name to to uh, send a penis picture. Really? Yeah. Is it to your email? Well, the it, the phone, uh, like uh, the Sprint mailbag is uh, under my name. All right, can we give out that phone number if no. other guys want to send penis pics? No. Yeah, it's uh, Here's 703-975. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> hey, send all your penis pics there. Hey, could you? Oh, my God. I I'm only just trying to help you out, Chunks. No, why? I don't want to see that. Damn. Right, I Damn. love Alex Renizia. Write down it. And... Uh, Send it right there. Damn. All right, Dubs. Tower. Let's take a break. We're going to come back. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back with a guest, J-Dubs, uh, making a uh, debut on the hideout for what I hope to be a weekly Monday night segment. Ask the attorney. Okay. Chunks, what's the name of our attorney friend who's going to be joining us tonight? Gentleman's name is uh, Thomas Luca. Thomas Luca is going to be in the hideout tonight. And uh, he's going to help out uh, not only the heretics, but the majority of us. In fact, maybe we ask him about domestic violence first. We'll talk to Thomas Luca next. Tom Luca, I believe, is what he likes to go as. Attorney at law, 
It's a hideout real ready. If you have any questions, uh, specifically questions about the law, or maybe, uh, maybe you got into some DUI trouble, maybe you got tased. Uh, Tom Luke is here to help you next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. 8 o'clock on a Monday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, Alhafe and J-Dubs. Coming up still, um, tomorrow night, Irrational, the band will be coming in. Uh, the hideout local band of the week. We'll chat with them. They're going to play an acoustic set. Uh, Michael Nelson, an Orlando comedian that's out in L.A., mm-hmm. is coming back home for the holidays. He's going to come in and hang out on the show. Is his brother Gunner going to be joining him to play guitar? <laughs> and then on uh, Thursday night, uh, it's the open door uh, for the last show of the week. Look at Tommy just dying over there with his joke. All right, now, Dubs, I hope to make this a Monday night thing, 8 o'clock, ask the attorney. Here's my thing right now. Uh, Chunks, make sure we talk to an engineer about this mic because there's something going on with it. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Ask the... Uh, Ask the attorney Tom Luca, LucaLaw.com, and um, uh, Tom, welcome to the hideout. Hey. We're ready. How you doing, buddy? Hey, how's it going, fellas? We are outstanding. Um, now, I guess there's so many. We wanted to talk to you because there's so many, I guess, instances where people don't know their rights, don't know what to do when it comes to the law. What is your specialty, Tom? I specialize in criminal law, but I also have a side uh, part of my practice is civil rights litigation. Okay. Basically, which is police misconduct, use of excessive force claims. Oh, okay. okay. Now, you used to serve as the assistant state attorney in Miami, so you know a lot about this. Also, also the assistant public defender here in Orlando, too. That is correct. All right, so you really know what you do. You went from uh, one side to the other, and that's always, too, when you think about it, Dubs. That's the best. That's who you want on your side because you know what, you know what the prosecutors are going to try to do to get you. Well, yeah, he's been on the inside. He's seen uh, each person how they attack a case and everything, so he knows what's going on. I now, know how it works. Every Monday night, we want to uh, have ask the attorney here with Tom Luca, and um, throw out some questions. If maybe uh, you could offer some advice, or at least to the best of your knowledge. Absolutely. Uh, over the phone. All right, we got a heretic up first. One of our guys, uh, okay. one of our buddies, Zeppelin. And uh, he had a question for you here in the Hideout on World Radio 104.1. Zeppelin, what do you got for uh, Mr. Luca, Attorney Luca? Yes, I've heard that if you get pulled over and uh, you may or may not be under the influence, if you refuse the breathalyzer, all that you get is your license suspended and no DUI on your record. Is that true or not? That is actually not true. You actually (laughs) look at the bottom of your license. Yeah, it's not true. Okay. That is an urban myth. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. If you look at the bottom of your license, what your license says in the state of Florida is that possession of this license means that I consent to any breathalyzer test or any sobriety tests that any officer may wish to give me. Oh, Actually, wow. I, I read that wow. this weekend. I was looking at the license, uh, my license and I saw that. That's, yes. that's very helpful. I mean, that's a very common misconception amongst people my age. But, yeah, but by... there, there was another thing that I always thought when I was growing up that, uh, and I've actually tried this. When you get a speeding ticket, uh, like to get out of the points, you send them over the amount of uh, the ticket, and they send you a check back of uh, the uh, amount over that you paid. And if you don't cash that check, they can't give you points 
because all financial matters must be uh, uh, taken care of before uh, legal matters or something. I heard that was true, and I found out that was completely false. That's correct. That actually used to be true oh. until the state figured it out, and they changed the regulations, and now it doesn't really matter if you cash the check or not. Okay. All right, now, um, Tom Luca, attorney at law, joining us in the hideout, lucalaw.com. Uh, if you need some, uh, I guess if you need some representation, 407-895-8887. So, Zeppelin, when it comes to breathalyzers, then, uh, what should what should someone do, uh, attorney Luca? Well, here's the thing. If you, or you, if you are pretty much know that you are over the limit or have been overserved in driving, mm-hmm. I always am. <laughs> then it's always in your best interest to not take the breathalyzer because the breathalyzer can only, can only add evidence to your DUI case. The, the, officer, the, the officer who stops you can make a DUI arrest simply based on the way your eyes look, the way, you're, the way you talk to him, and how your breath smells. That's what all about, he needs. What about the vomit stains and the beer in my lab? <laughs> yeah, right. that, that's, that's only... <laughs> That's, that's going to be an issue. Him, yeah. Right, and that's just you for being sloppy. That's why you should be arrested. Thank you, Zeppelin. Um, now, is this the biggest thing that you see? Because here's the thing. I'm, I see so many cops uh, in my neighborhood along 436. I will ne- like Even if I've had one or two beers, I'll wait three hours just to make sure everything's been flushed because I'm so afraid of the drinking and driving. Is this? So- it seems like it's cracked down more at least here than like when we were in D.C., Dubs. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There you didn't worry so much driving through northeast D.C. because you figure, right, they're, they're, you know, they're breaking up drug deals. Well, that's a good point, El Jefe. There's, there's a big difference between urban cities and what we call here is a semi-urban city where it's more spread out. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're in a more spread out area and there are more drivers on the road, police officers are, more, are looking harder at those people who are actually on the road. Because there is no alternative. For example, in D.C., you can always take the, I think they call it the metro, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. You, there's always alternatives or cabs. Here, you can't find a cab anywhere. So there's a greater chance that if a cop thinks you're, you're, you're driving drunk, you probably are. Talk, talking to, by the way, talking to Tom Luca, lucalaw.com. Uh, hopefully, uh, and everything, a uh, thing we're going to do every Monday night at 8 o'clock, ask the attorney. Here the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Now, I grew up in a fairly small town in, where... If you drove through it late at night, you were probably the only person on the road driving through it. And it was almost a surefire way of getting pulled over for doing nothing when uh, when you drove through there through at night. Um, and I would get pulled over probably four or five times a week. Is there anything uh, like with that where people are excessively pulled over that they can uh, get something done about that? Well, you mean just like as far as suing in, in a civil, or just uh, a way to you know kind of lessen that chance, or even sure, sue. The, the, yeah. the best way to do that is to make a if you feel that you are being overly or targeted, mm-hmm. is to make a complaint to whatever agency is targeting you, to their internal affairs division, because their internal affairs division will then begin a file and talk to that particular officer or officers and try to find out why you are being pulled over more than say anybody else. Is that a smart move, though, or does that just kind of uh, poke at the lion? Yeah. Well, it can't really. Think about it this way. You're already being pulled over all True. the time. If It can only help you. Um, most police most police agencies are, are like any big corporation. You have, you, know, you, have, you have bad ones and you have good ones. If you're lucky enough to, to get a good one in the Internal Affairs Division, they're going to shut that cop down, like, right away. 
1041 Ask the attorney here in the hideout with uh, Thomas Luca, LucaLaw.com. You want us to call you Thomas or Tom? Thomas, I, I like Tom. All right, Tom. Go by. All right, Chunks, you moron. It's Tom. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, David in uh, Orlando. Uh, has a question for Tom. What do you got, David? What's up, buddy? Yo, dude. I, I have um, a pending DUI case. I had a quick question. I hope this might help me out a lot. Sure. Is um, I think I made a mistake on getting public defender. <laughs> uh, probably. The, uh, <laughs> 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 uh, I'm in the process of maybe seeking an attorney, so I may be calling you soon. Nice. Okay. She is, um, I'll make it as quick as I can for the for the show here. Is um, I was pulled over in Volusia County, mm-hmm. and uh, I did the sobriety test. At that point, I was placed under arrest. And um, I was taken to the police department for a. Uh, I submitted to a breathalyzer test. I did. I gave him one blow, and I didn't realize that they no. needed two. That's correct. So he told me to blow again. Um, <laughs> and the long story short is, I I attempted to blow the second time, but didn't. So they got bad um, girl. They charged <laughs> me for um, refusal or uh, refusal. Correct. I took that because there's the administrative side and the legal side. I beat it myself for the refusal. Yes. You gotta stop talking now, dirty. Now the um, now the state's prosecuting on the field sobriety test, which when I watch the video, it doesn't look that bad to me. <laughs> but the public defender keeps telling me to take the plea bargain, and I keep asking her over and over, "Is can they use?" Because she says that they can still use the one sample at trial. And they labeled it um, insufficient sample. Yeah. So my question is, with only one sample versus two back-to-back in the trial, do you know if that would be submissible? Well, here's the thing about admissibility. Admissibility of any evidence is always up to the judge. Okay. And what your attorney would do is file a motion to have any evidence that she doesn't want introduced at your trial excluded from your trial. And then it would be up to the judge to introduce that evidence. Now, I, I'm, I have some experience with Volusia County, but I don't know, I mean, you know, there's no way I can tell you how the judge would rule on a, on a situation like that. But I do know that it does sound like there might be a suppression issue in, that, in your particular case as it applies to your uh, breathalyzer test, because you only did blow once. The whole purpose of them trying to get two breath tests from you is so that they make sure that they both match up to be consistent with each other. Uh, if they have one that says .04 and then one that says 1.7, then obviously something is wrong there. Right. There you go. Hey, David, dude, I recommend, especially with something that serious, I wouldn't go with the public defender. I say you give uh, Luke a call. Maybe even he can recommend somebody out in your county. Because, I, I mean, isn't that one of the biggest things, too, Tom, is that you don't, you don't want to screw around with something like that. That could really, really end up getting you in the long oh, run. Oh, a DUI is is one of, I mean, it is more damaging to you than most felony crimes. It, it increases your insurance. It, it usually either triples, at least triples, and sometimes quadruples your insurance. Involves usually involves a license suspension. You have to pay. You have to pay at I least a thousand dollars in court costs. It could cost you sometimes up to like fifteen thousand dollars. Eventually, yeah. Now, how how much has that progressed over the years? I mean, it, it used to not be as big of a deal as oh, it is absolutely not. And it just keeps on getting more and more and more. It Mad. does because more and more people, unfortunately, are getting killed in DUI accidents. Right. 
And as they, as people get, as people get injured and killed in these type of you know situations where alcohol is involved, mm-hmm. uh, lobbying groups, uh, groups like MAD and SAD and and all, you know Florida legislative and legislative groups are like, hey, here's something we can do. We can definitely up the regs on the um, on these drunk drivers. We can take away their cars. We can put interlock devices in them so they have to blow in before they can start it up. Mm-hmm. They can do all sorts of different things to you for for really what amounts to a pretty minor and you know non-intentional offense, so to speak. All right, well, here it is. I think this is a hit. The phones are jammed up. I think this is something we're going to do every Monday if you're up for it, uh, Tom. Absolutely. Uh, Tom Luca, uh, I, we're going to call him the hideout attorney because the link is already up on the hideout page on realradio.fm, lucalaw.com. If you need more info, of course, we got to move on now, and Tom's going to uh, spend the rest of the night handling uh, working for his clients. But if you need more info, lucalaw.com, that's L-U-K-A-L-A-W.com, and also to 407-895-8887. Here's the thing. We are off next Monday, but we'll talk to you in the new year. How's that sound? That sounds good to me. There he is, Tom Luca, attorney at law, 8 o'clock here in the hideout. Ask the attorney. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it, boy. Hey, no Tom. problem, guys. Oh, there he is. He's good. Mm-hmm. Man, that kind of stuff is important. I know we left a lot of guys on the uh, on hold. And but, uh, sorry about that, but you know. you know, I don't know. Maybe we even maybe seeing how it goes. The turnout was really good the first go around. I love listening to the attorney stuff too. Yeah, I, I like, like I like knowing the ins and outs. Well, some of that stuff you never even knew. Mm-hmm. Like the like the point that Zeppelin brought up about refusing, you know, refusing, and then I had no idea on your license it said you were consenting to a breathalyzer. I haven't gotten mine switched over yet. Yeah, let me uh, let me pull it out and read it real quick. Don't know if I'm planning on staying. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, watch. That's gonna end up all over the message boards. Mm-hmm. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, Star one zero four one on your singular you wireless phones. Uh, oh wow, operation of this motor vehicle constitutes consent to any sobriety test required by law. See, that's not right. But he said that you don't have to. You don't have to, but if you hold that license, they can uh, uh, pull it away for you, from you, at least for the time being, if you refuse the uh, the test. So let's take a break, Dubs. We'll come back. Oh, you know what we forgot to ask him about? Hmm. What if you stole a baby Jesus? What should you do? Batch? Come on. Chuck Jock. Chuck Jock. You get two. We're going to take a break and come back. I just wish Brian Peppers had an attorney like him. (laughs) It's a hideout, real radio. i got to play these news stories of the missing baby Jesuses. Next in the hideout on real radio 104.1. Questions asked. That's what city leaders in Cheviot are telling the person who returns the baby Jesus taken from a nativity scene on Harrison Avenue. And they want it back right away. On behalf of the city of Cheviot, the city of Fish. For years, the city of Cheviot has had scenes like this at Christmas. I was born and raised in Cheviot, so this has been part of my life. I've been here, I've, I've seen the dedication. Now I find myself in charge of the dedication. Steve Neal is services director for the city. Well, I know this year was the 42nd year. But as of last Thursday, the statue of the baby Jesus has been missing. It sounds to me like a teenage prank. But a lot of the people in Cheviot aren't laughing. Sort of foolish, and uh, it's against not only uh, 
the people here that like to see it as you go by, but particularly the uh, religion part of it. I mean, uh, you know, it's really against that religion is what it is. We've been kind of holding the guard, hoping like, okay, maybe this is a one-day, two-day thing, and now here we are into the next week, and now I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, I want it back. Because while placed on private property and paid for by a local business association, Neil says the pieces are actually owned by the city. We own the nativity. uh, We put it up. We take it down, That's the, and then the business association picks up the cost. Though not everyone is overly concerned. Yeah. I'm, I'm not personally offended. I can see how people would be offended, but it sounds to me like a very small issue. Steve Neal, however, says it is big. If you have our baby Jesus from this nativity, we would appreciate it back so the people in the city of Shivia can enjoy this nativity the way it was meant to be enjoyed. The pieces of the nativity scene aren't just of sentimental value for some. The city of Cheviot insures the pieces for $20,000. Whoa! Baby Jesus is all over the nation being stolen. Let's talk about it in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. $20,000? Dude, I got another story I'm going to play you in a second. Even crazier. Woo. Actually, from Detroit. Um, I know there's a local story here, too, of the baby Jesus getting stolen. Oh, come on, baby Jesus. It's okay. You don't have to cry. The hideout loves you. Mm-hmm. Now, Dubs, I assume you've probably done this once or twice in your life. <laughs> I've never stole a baby Jesus. Um, I have done some dirty, dirty things in my day. But stealing the baby Jesus from a nativity scene is not one of them that I've done. Um, I don't see why it's such a big deal. I can understand anything getting stolen will piss you off. You know, it's your property, it gets stolen. But I don't see why it's that difficult to replace. I actually, I would, at first I wondered too Mm -hmm. why it was so hard to have these things replaced. Because I'm thinking, hey, it's a doll. Yeah. And by the way, I love how, I love how this is a big story, mm-hmm. that baby Jesus was stolen. It's a doll. Basically, a doll that you left in your yard got stolen. But somehow, because you name it baby Jesus, it makes the news. I'm going to name my cat baby Jesus. So if I, if it ever runs away, everybody's looking for it. Hey, we got to find the baby Jesus. I'm going to name my keys baby Jesus. <laughs> and why is that? CNN. Baby Jesus missing in Orlando. Um, the all right. baby Jesus keys. Now I want to play you this next story. Now I don't know if you'll just the houses news. This was the lead story in Detroit. Play this. It's a sign of the season, but there's something missing from this nativity scene. Someone stole the baby Jesus, and so now people who put up that display want him back. Good afternoon. I'm Robbie Simmons. And I'm Carolyn Clifford. Thank you so much for joining us this noon. Was it a prank or a political statement? No one really knows, but it was definitely a crime. And it has some people really upset. Action News reporter Mary Conway is live in Huron Township with the story. Uh, Here's the funny thing. This is the lead story at noon in Detroit. I can see it being a fluff story, you know. Hey, uh, there's a rash of baby Jesus being stolen. Let's uh, run it, you know, but there's also a few murders. Let's pop that in a little bit ahead of uh, that. I, I couldn't believe that there aren't more important things happening in that part than this. 
Corey. Good afternoon, Mary. Good afternoon, Carolyn and Robbie. Disappointed, really, too. Not only upset, but really disappointed that someone would do this because it is the symbol of the season. You see the major right behind me, yes. It was put up over a week before this happened, but it disappeared over last weekend. It is the symbol of the season, a nativity scene in the tiny town of Waltz in Huron Township. And someone has stolen the baby Jesus. <laughs> the nearly life-size... I, no, I love that phrase. No, no one has stolen the baby Jesus. Someone has stolen a doll. And the symbol of the season is a $20 bill. Because that's all the season means anymore is making money. It's more of a gift card. No mm. one gives cash. Well, no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. All the, all the stores... Size figure pictured here in a photo from a previous display disappeared over last weekend. I came down here on Monday. I knew when we set up the the nativity that one of the light bulbs was burnt out, and and I just was come down to replace it. And I called Yvonne and said, Yvonne, did we put baby Jesus out? And she said, Yeah. And I said, Well, he's not here. And then I walked around the nativity set and tried to see if it was just buried under some of the hay, and it wasn't. Chrissy, you know what? Maybe this isn't baby Jesus being stolen at all. It's happening all around the country. Maybe it's a miracle. Miracles happening in Detroit. Mm-hmm. The miracle was the usual rush hour riot fires in Detroit had already died down. Yeah. By noon. Well, maybe baby Jesus went to fight fires. What I don't was, know. What if it's just little Chucky dolls running around committing crimes in Detroit, and that's what it is? I'm baby Jesus. Wanna play? Christianity is to be kind to one another, treat each other with respect. And that's what the holiday season should be, treating people with kindness, respect, and doing the right thing. And that's what we anticipate being done. The right thing. Return Jesus. (laughs) No questions asked. They just want the little figure of the baby Jesus returned. It is nearly life-size, like a doll size of the baby Jesus. It's made out of resin. These are very, very hard to replace and expensive as well. It costs them $1,600. You can't just buy the baby Jesus. You have to order Joseph and Mary, and that runs $1,600. They had to raise the money to buy this manger. They're hoping that someone will just do the right thing and return baby Jesus. Live in Waltham, Mary Conway, Channel 7, Action News. I love, okay, how, thanks, Mary. I love how you have to buy the package. Uh, you can't just get the baby Jesus. Uh, you have to go ahead and uh, buy the set. They should make it like baseball cards where you can buy each individual piece and then like you, you trade them. I'll give you a baby Jesus for a Joseph. Katie in Edgewater, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Ladies first, what you got, Katie? Hey, how you doing? What's up? Um, just calling because I don't think it's that big of news that, you know, robbing the cradle is making the news. You see Michael Jackson, R. Right. Kelly, they all robbed the cradle. I got you. headline news. Well, if, so, if, you know, if R. Kelly's out there... Different. If R. Kelly's out there doing that uh, that yellow stuff with the baby Jesus dolls, I'm going to be <laughs> upset. Thank you, Katie. 407-916-1041. All right, Burntrill says he would just rearrange the figures at the local church into a sick gangbang scene. Don't be racist. Who? Oh. Figures. Oh. Figures. Oh. Now, Matt Albert says, it's nice they haven't had, uh, I don't know what he's trying to say here. He can't, he can't type. <laughs> this moron can't type. Um, all right, here's Anonymous. Anonymous, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Where you got, Anonymous? I got the baby Jesus, and I'm holding him till my demands are met. 
right, you know what? what? It's, a, it's a ransom. Hold on, hold on. Don't get don't get rash. What are you looking for? Uh. 12 pack of Heineken and a Britney Spears CD for my sister. All right, you know what? That is, uh. Now, Baby Jesus is worth a little bit more than that. An Ashley Simpson CD. Heineken's good beer, man. Why don't they, uh. Why don't they throw a stink every time uh, a Latin guy's car is stolen and say the Mother Mary's been stolen? On the dashboard, every time. I mean, there's a car stolen, but, uh. The Mother Mary was in it. We hit and run in Vegas here in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, man? Uh, not too much. What you got? I'm actually guilty of stealing two baby Jesuses in one evening. Really? Yeah, it was two bored kids, me being one of them. And, you know, one was from the local church, the baby Jesus, and a second took a little more work. I actually had to climb a hill, lift the 100-pound piece out of a carriage, and then... Whoa, it's 100 pounds? <laughs> At least. Baby Jesus needs to go on a diet. I had no idea it was that heavy. Uh-huh. Is it, what, what's it made of? Is it like uh, stone? They or? said rosin, whatever that is. I thought rosin was yes. the stuff that you put on your hands so that you uh, don't get slippery when you're throwing a pitch. I thought uh, UFO landed there. Hmm. It's no, that's some rosin. sort of gripless glass stone. It was incredible. I had no idea. Now, what would you do with the baby G's eye? Well... I kind of lost the thrill when I got home, so it ended up in the closet. And <laughs> Baby Jesus is in the closet? No, there's no way. Actually, that gives hope to a lot of the uh, log cabin Republicans. All right. The back of the closet. <laughs> Thank you. We hit and run. See you, buddy. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Here's the big news to me. $1,600 for a nativity scene. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm Baby Jesus. All right, Matt Albert says there are tons of baby Jesus. Let me out, bitch. I'm, I'm in the closet. Stolen in Mexico every day. Those are baby Jesuses. <clears throat> Have you ever considered uh, defacing a nativity scene? No, I've never wanted to uh, deface a nativity <laughs> This in the closet is killing me. <laughs> is that the bit that you two are running over there? Mm-hmm. What happened to R. Kelly? Do you remember Bump and Grind? Well, I, don't I hear water dripping in the background of that uh, song? <laughs> I mean, there, there's nothing but yellow discipline in his heart. And mouth. Hmm. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. A lot more yet to get done. Dubs, what do you think is at the bottom of the baby Jesus is being stolen? I think it's just like uh, we hit and run. Said uh, just a couple kids get together in each town, and uh, they think it's funny to steal a baby Jesus, and uh, that's basically the how far it goes. What do you think of the uh, people who throw a hissy fit over it? It's kind of ridiculous. I mean, knowing that sixteen hundred dollars, I would be mad. I wouldn't find it newsworthy if I was putting together a news package, but uh, I I can see why the people who got their baby Jesus stolen would be pissed off. That's sixteen hundred dollars, and you cannot. I mean, you can't put that up ever again because who would have a nativity scene without a baby Jesus in it? Perfect, perfect. We'll take a break. We'll come back. J Dubs, uh, very good news coming up next in the hideout on Rural Radio one hundred four point one. 
Monday night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1 at SL, Hefe and J Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hideout, funniest night show in America and best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Dubs, like we were saying, it's the time of year where all of the lists will be coming out about the top this, that, or other mm-hmm. of 2005. Um, one of the things that's pissing me off about it is that either the top people, like most of the time it's like the person of the year. Person of the year, yeah. Um, it, it ends up either, like, Hurricane Katrina was one. Um, there was something else where it wasn't even a person. And then this go-round, Time had the persons of the year with Bill and Melinda Gates and Bono. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm just thinking to myself, can we not just decide on one person of the year? Has it become that tough to do? I think it's more than one person coming up with these lists, and I just imagine them in their little uh, their little room while they're coming up with these lists, fighting back and forth. No, it's Gates. No, it's Bono. And they and screw you, it. It's all of them. How do you decide it's Bill and Melinda Gates? Yeah, what has Melinda done? And why isn't it Bono and Edge, then, if you're taking couples? Right, who's your person of the year? My person of the year? Hmm. The I go by what I've focused on the most over the last year and uh, what has given me the most joy of watching. Uh, Michael Jackson was a lot of fun to watch. That whole uh, debacle going on. Um... Hey, if we can agree on one, you want to give out a prize? Like if sure. The, if the callers come up with something that we would... Cause I have. I mean, there are a few that I think, but I don't know if like there's one that we can both agree on. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Bounce one off me. Let's see. I honestly want to believe, and again, I'm just going to go against everything I just said, the Republican Party, people of the year, because there have been so many scandals and so much news. Libby, Rove, Bush, uh, Delay, Delay, Frist, the guy out in um, uh, California that got busted. Duke. Jack Ombermoffner, or whatever his name is, getting busted. I'd have to say that 2005 was a really, really crappy year for the Republican Party. They were just, they, they had to dominate the headlines, no? Yeah, I mean, they were. They they had a bad year this year. The Cosmic Circus says Cameron Gray, man of the year. We should talk to him before the year's up. Get him on the air. Our ex-program director. Yeah, Chunks. Yeah, I wanted to ask him a few questions, too. So if you call him, would you mind if I just ask him a few questions? No, that's fine. Go ahead. Cool. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. If Dubs and I can agree on your person of the year, mm-hmm. we'll give you a prize. And let me think of another one that, because I'm thinking, I think the Republican Party, I think that's one you give it to. More than Bill and Melinda Gates. I don't even know what they've actually done over this last year that's been so great. I think their big, big impact time has kind of passed, hasn't it? How about Person of the Year, Terrell Owens? I like that one. <coughs> How about Prussian Blue? No, they're Band of the Year. Hmm. T.O. is a good one. I mean, T.O. has been just out in front of everybody. Right. I, what is he doing now? Actually, we're working on getting him for the show. He's yeah. pushing some book he has. 
Here's the thing. I want him to come on the show because we agree with him wholeheartedly. Yeah, there's one, not one thing that we think that he did wrong. Yeah? All right. Matt Albert says, if you're going with couples, how about Michael Hughes and Jay Stevens? <laughs> if we're looking for a couple douchebags, yeah. Uh, let's go to Lester in his car. You're in the I'm hideout. Just throwing matches on bridges right now. Just <laughs> oh please, trust me, they'll want us back. What do you got, Lester? Um, for as far as um dominating the news headlines go, how about that missing Aruba girl? All right, missing Aruba girl, person of the year. How about our new white German pope? Yeah, I, I can't give it to the missing girl, especially because she was down there partying, doing you know, 18 years old, going down there to uh, party. Maybe if you give her the award, though, she'll show up and accept it. Ooh, that is true. I didn't think about that. Derek in Orlando, you're on the hideout on World Radio. We got Derek. First of the year, Seth McFarlane. Now, that is for Family Guy, right? Yes, and American Dad. And American, here's the thing. I can't give it to him for American Dad. Love Family Guy, hate American Dad. I like American Dad. I haven't watched uh, either a whole lot, but I liked American Dad when I watched it. Family Guy was great last night. I love it because they just like taunt. Mm-hmm. They did a whole, they they did like a whole 15 second like bit on. Go ahead, tune over to Desperate Housewives so you can see what old people. Do you think old people are attractive? Tune over, and Stewie goes. They give you five seconds. And he goes, turn over now. Then they sit there just waiting for five <laughs> seconds, and then you come back. And he goes, I told you. And he starts running down the redhead, talking about how she looks like silly putty. It was epic. Did you actually turn over? No, of course I don't have a remote. I gotta do it manually, and it's 35 to 9. I and actually, he has the two knobs for uh, UHF and VHF. Right. Mm. The old days. Let's go to Will the Thrill in Tampa. You're in the hideout on World Radio. We got Will. What's happening, man? You're How's good? your brother, Steve? Great. I'm actually picking you guys up in Tampa on this beautiful Monday night. Kick ass. What you got, dude? Uh, hey, um, how about for Man of the Year, the coach for UCF, man, taking us to a damn bowl game this year? Now, I will say, uh, O'Leary had a great year. Now, as far as the nation goes, no. But. Maybe a local Man of the Year, though. And I'm telling you, it's huge for uh, UCF. They get mm-hmm. a new stadium. Yeah, in they'll part get. Because of that. They'll be getting uh, a lot of good recruiting out of it, too. It's huge. Ladies first in the hideout. Jill in Winter Springs, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, I know something that's dominated all of your conversations and all of mine. Person mm-hmm. of the year, Brian Peppers. I no. No freaking way am I Brian giving Brian Peppers, I'm yes. telling you. I am not giving Brian Peppers person of the year. Thank you, Topic Jill. Of every conversation. Thank you, Jill. Are you you gotta be crazy. And I'm sure Brian would give you ankles of the year. I, look, I'm not interested in uh, ankles or peppers or anything like that. Whatever. Shropshire and Kissimmee, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What do you got, Shropshire? Good evening, gentlemen. How are you doing tonight? Hey, buddy. Oh, uh, you guys might may or may not go. I don't know if you're going with a funny angle here or if you're really being serious about who you think the person of the year is. No, I'm open to it. What do you got? All right. I'd have to say probably the biggest selling rock band of 2005 and using his platform to, you know, kind of give people the voice that they need to hear. I'd say Billy Joe Armstrong at Green Day. You know what? I would put Billy Joe Armstrong above Bono. Yeah, for this year, definitely. I don't know if I'd have him person of the year, yo, because I just don't think that a musician can be the person of the year. So I can't give it to you. But that is a good, that is a good one. Uh, Brian, you're in the hideout on World Radio 104.1 for... Uh, <laughs> 
I, no, what the hell? Our person of the year. No, and it is not our person of the year. Congratulations, Brian. Everybody, you with my little white teeth. No. Okay, beat it. You're not. You didn't win anything. The ha- chunks. Yeah. I know Putin isn't here, but you can't screen that. Yeah, I, I tried, man. You know. Can we at least give him gray skin man of the year? All right, Matt Albert has one. Dante Culpepper, man of the year. <laughs> or Fred Smoot. <laughs> or any the of whole, the... The it, whole love boat thing. Any of the Vikings. All right, I'll take more of your calls. Here's the thing. Here's someone that I would legitimately be willing to give it to. Saddam Hussein. He really has uh, dominated everything 2005 this year. Now, do we find him in a spider hole this year or last year? Last year. I think, yeah, it's been over a year since he's been caught. Well, maybe it's played out then. How about Peyton Manning, man for the second half of the year? At least if you're in fantasy football. First half, you hate him. Yeah, first half, I was ready to kill that son of a bitch. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Ooh. All right, you know what? Omen has a good one. All right, I'm going to have him hang tight. He may have something going on. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm Fleming. Taking your phone calls and uh, who you think should be person of the year. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, lines are jam, so hang tight. Yeah, whenever you hear someone drop off, call on in. By the way, this is from Jimmy Jam. The Heretics are throwing their first contest. Whoever can bring the most baby Jesuses to the open door when no. it gives her certificate to the bar they're choosing. Heretic rules apply. We cannot condone that. I'm sorry, Jimmy Jam. That would, if you want to go buy baby Jesuses, but mm-hmm. you cannot go steal baby Jesuses from around town. Much less bring the evidence into a radio show that we know uh, the great cops listen to. So, no, that's not possible. But if you want to go buy baby Jesuses, just make sure you bring your receipt so we know you bought the baby Jesus. Darkness in Virginia, your nomination for. Uh, Person of the year. The great Sir Gary. How about that? All right, so Gary the Prophet, I'd say for hideout, uh, definitely hideout person of the year, uh, not overall. Let's go to Omen in Orlando. He's got a good one, I think. What do you got, Omen? All right, I'm going to keep it in, in couples fashion. I'm going to say Terry Schiavo and Christopher Reeves, couple of the year. Absolutely. That's not bad. I would, you know, here's the thing. I'd be willing to give it to you. Dubs, you want to give him a prize? I'll give him a prize for that. Omen, you're a winner. Hang tight. I think Shivo especially. Yeah. Just brought to light again a lot of the things going on in this country. And it was it was talked about so much too. And it killed us because that was our time when we were not on the air. We literally could not talk about it at all and there's so many no, things we had to some, do with it. We had some bits planned out. Mm. But we couldn't get it on the air quick enough. Alright, you know what? Burn Trail has one. How about that douche Tom? From MySpace.com, creating the best time killer on the Internet. I'd be willing to give it to Tom. I'd be willing to give it to you, Burntrow, but you got a call. You, you know what? Winner. When I when I first got into MySpace, first thing I did, delete Tom. No, he's one of them. That's my. what I did. He's not in my top eight, but he's one of mine. He just laughs at you and just looks at you like, look, I'm on everyone's friend list. I'm and an ass. And it looks like look he, at me. Ah. It looks like he's in one of those uh, whack booths. 
He looks like he's hiding in your closet. Like, I'm watching you. Mm-hmm. I'm looking over my shoulder at you. Oh, I'm almost done. By the way, one of my new friends is Katie from the sales department. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I scored. Um, Let's go to Dingleberry Stew in the hideout on Road Radio. We got Dingleberry. Hey, man, I, I got to say, I, I guess it's not national, but Chunks is definitely the man of the year. I will say... I will say that as far as the hideout's concerned, he stepped up this year. Chunks has had an amazing year going from intern to being invited down to Florida, being the radio bottom, and eventually warning, earning his way to the executive producer. I give it to Chunks uh, for being a hideout person of the year. You win nothing, however, Dingleberry. Chunks, would you like an acceptance speech? Would you like to give an acceptance speech for hideout person of the year? Yeah, if I got a few minutes. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, first off, um, uh, Bobby Novito, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Bobby? Hey guys, what's up? Yo, dude. Hey, um, actually, I, w- I was going to give you one, but I'll give you a couple. How okay. about uh, Ray Nagin and Mike Brown from FEMA? Those, <laughs> guys are, those guys are lovers, man. Douches of the year. That's what they would win as opposed to person of the year. Oh, boy. Especially Mike Brown. Just what, an, what a oh. moron. Let's go to Dave in Orlando. You're in the hideout. What do you got, Dave? I've got a couple, too. One being Tony Dungy with the Indianapolis Colts. I, um, I'm very proud of Tony Dungy. And I heard something on the Ron and Fez show the other day that surprised me, Dubs. Hmm. Ron and Fez, our buddies on XM202. Um, if Dungy makes it to the Super Bowl, he'd be the first black head coach ever to make it to the Super Bowl. I guess so. I guess that is true. That's something I never thought about. And what's the other one, Dave? The other one was the makeup of Oprah and Dave Letterman. Uh, you know, Oprah, again, has had a fantastic year. Like, where she is out there even more. Uh, thank you, Dave. I can't give her person of the year just because she's a woman. And they're not really people. George in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Yes. Almost. Uh, I was thinking Kanye West uh, for saying what we all wanted to say. And Ooh. I've heard his... Uh, little clip on your uh, station a few times i think you yeah know, but I, there's something about me that you know still don't i don't like him even I though i'm li- a musician but come on i've liked a lot of things he's said and done and everything but there's a lot of times where i'm just like shut up ass here's the thing though i would give it to kanye west more than bono george that is yeah. a good one care about black people who's that george bush doesn't care about black people all right now i'm getting yelled at online of course women are people if you put two of them together if we can get two of them that are decent enough, maybe person of the year. Carl and Deltona, you're in the hideout. What you got, Carl? What's going on, fella? Yo, dude. I got one for you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think he's a man of the year, then you guys are Moe's. <laughs> but the guy who owns the Bunny Ranch. Um, Moe. Yeah, Dubs is Moe anyway. He's a fagula. But I would say yes. Dubs disagrees. What has he done this year? Yeah, and honestly, he would have been the person of the year, what, 97 when mm-hmm. he created the Bunny Ranch? The Buddy Ranch. Bunny. I don't know what one you're going to. Wow. So I'm with Scott Bayo. <laughs> I'm sick. Hey, Leave me alone. Lenny and Deltona, you're in the hideout. We got hey, Lenny. hideout. How's it going, guys? Hey, brother. Listen, I'm not looking for a prize or nothing because it just won one a couple weeks ago from Shannon Burke Show. Nice. Mm-hmm. But I have got to say, Persons of the Year, everybody at 104.1. Yes! I mean, absolutely. all three shows just... Three? Make, well, you all got the four. Monsters. You got... I'm sorry. Four. Oh. Uh, Man, give me a break. It's Monday, guys. <laughs> I mean, if this week goes any slower, it's going to be killing me. Now, hey. All four shows that make the days go by great. Throws a few laughs out there, even when I'm on my way home. 
listen to you guys, and it just, it's all great, yeah. man. It's all cool. Hey, we so, appreciate, appreciate that. you guys. Happy Chinookanook and Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Everybody but Daniel and Blackbeard is what he meant. Why do Why? you hate Daniel and Blackbeard? No, I love them. It's just management. They already uh, screwed uh, them once. Oh, that's it. true. For being the uh, yeah the uh, employees, employees of, of the year. year. I love. And he forgot Phil Hendry and Bud. <laughs> that's true. No, they always get left out. Bertha and Claremont, you're in the hideout. We got Bertha. Hey, I think that we should free Tukey. Oh wait, he's already dead. Oh, Tukey. Tukey. How about electricity? Our or uh, lethal injection man of the year the executioner because it's a big year for the executioner executioner killed the thousandth person in the history of the united states i think that seems like that's got to no, be way more i think since uh, the de- death penalty has been reinstituted yeah mm. it's a thousand i mean if you go back to the old west we got up to that in a year let's go to ken and palm bay in the hideout what you got ken Hey, I wanted to say the call that nominated Oprah was a little mo. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he threw in Letterman too, so it's okay. He just watched that one Letterman episode and was moved by it. All right, and by the way, this cut Ulu. <laughs> This Karulu is just hilarious. He sent me Time Magazine Man of the Year, Brian J. Peppers. And it has uh, the peppers in a soup, showing the world how to enjoy roasted barbecue ankles. Oh. And damn him, that's so creepy. Darkness back in the hideout. What'd you get, Darkness? How about the rocker? All right, you know The what? rocker, maybe man of the year. If we could track down the rocker, that is a good one. All right, let, oh. all right you know oh. what? Now it's, your, oh. now it's your time, rocker, to give your speech for accepted for man of the year. All right, Matt Albert has one for you, Dubs. Hmm. Matt Millen, Man of the Year, Detroit Lions general manager. Did you watch any of that game this weekend? No, I missed it. The uh, the whole crowd basically. I was busy watching uh, paint dry. Uh, the the whole crowd basically came there wearing orange, because uh, that's the Bengals colors. Right. And the whole time through the game, you could uh, hear chants "Fire Millen." The whole time of the game so detroit did a thing of hey screw you we want you out of town mm-hmm. we're gonna come here dressed uh cheering on the other team that's gonna make you proud right i, I actually i i'm very proud of the fans they um for them to be able to get together like that in that big of a mass to uh get behind a cause you have to kind of enjoy that because detroit will let you know yeah, Detroit doesn't pull punches when they really want you out of town. Lester Big Hand says, how about Hooch for all the pure comedy she gave us? Gave us. And Jimmy Jam says, everyone from the hideout for stepping up this year and breaking into Orlando with the fin- with a vengeance. I say heretics. Yeah, heretics. People of the year. And chunks. I was an idiot. Ugh, you ain't playing. You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go right. ahead. What up? He- What's website of the year? And there there are major contenders. Meatspin.com, tubgirl.com, lemonparty.org, meatstun.com. Bloodytrixie.com. That's another one we have to decipher. Hey, let's do the Hideout Headline Game Show. Time for you to be a winner, hosted by Deuce Show Own and brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. 
where you can save 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, only place to shop for awesome furniture, ridiculous prices. Stop in, see for yourself, 436 in Castleberry, next to the Sam's Club. We've got Real Radio prize packs. we got tickets to a New Year's Eve bash at the St. Pete Times Forum, a gift certificate to Numero Uno Restaurant. We also have for you some video games, some gift certificates uh, to Trinity Tattoo, just in time for the uh, holiday season. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Call now, be a winner with the hideout. Real Radio, 104.1. All right, five categories, world, national, local, sports, entertainment. It's your chance to be a winner. 407 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Hideout Headline Game Show on Real Radio 104.1. Ladies first, Katie and Edgewater, what category do you want to go with tonight? Entertainment. Right, here's entertainment with Douche Chill. Entertainment is going to be fill in the blank. What singer has continued his vow his vow of celibacy of two years, and he's also continuing, and he's extend, extending his deadline? He was going for two years. He's actually broken that, and he wants to keep it up. All right, or fill in the blank. What is this fill in the blank? Yeah, that's not... You, are, do you even write out the questions, Deuce Chill, or do you just pull a news story? Okay, well, it's, that's fill in the blank. There's no blank, but it's not multiple choice. What would you call it? Technically, you would term it this person. That's what I said. Or, I said what singer. That's how the question is. Or blank has decided to keep up his... I'm not uh, going to say vowel. blank. It's assumed. No, it's fill in the blank. No, it's not. And go ahead, Katie. <laughs> If I if I say what singer, we're talking about a singer. Who is it? Katie? Are you talking about abstinence? Two years. Um, jeez. You can give me the band name or his name. Oh, it's a band. All right. No, it's a singer. Yeah, but it's in a band. Mm-hmm. All right, you get five seconds. All right, five seconds and Michael Jackson. No, oh. I'll, I'll even <laughs> g- uh, give her a hint. I'll give you the name of the guy. You tell me the band. All right. Rivers Cuomo, or Como, or Cuomo. Jesus, you're so awful. I hate you. I yeah. don't know how to say his name. Seriously. Then you... why? Then how would anybody know that name, then? Then why would you pick it? It's a very popular band. Moron. I... Sorry, Katie. <laughs> What's the band? Weezer. You guys don't know Rivers Cuomo? <laughs> I don't know him by name. I know Daron Homo. See, you guys say I'm a... I heard he's a complete weirdo. Now, that guy's asexual. No, I just heard he's a weirdo. He's great live. I saw them open up for the Foo Fighters. Epic. Uh, Jamie in Orlando next up in the hideout, ladies first. What you got, Jamie? Um, what were the... World, national, local, or sports? What category? Local. All right, here's local news with Douche Chill. Uh, local is going to be multiple choice. A caregiver in Lake County is accused of raping an 80-year-old, a 90-year-old, a 100-year-old, or a 105-year-old. An 80-year-old. That is incorrect. Uh, It is actually a 90-year-old, right? Yeah. As if there's a difference. Hold on. I'm adjusting myself. (laughs) Stop. Tony in Orlando next up in the hideout. World, national, or sports? Let me get sports. All right, here's sports. All right, sports is going to be... It's on a fill-in-the-blank. You give me the answer, whatever we're calling that now. All right. Uh, the Masters invitations were sent out. How many players were invited this year? To the Masters? Yes. What the hell? 
Who the hell knows that? Who cares? Right, exactly. I wanted to remind our audience. You're a winner. Who cares? You know what? You're a winner. Hold on, Tony. Who cares is the correct answer. Why is it uh, we put you in charge of this, and now it's even more half-assed than when Putin did What are you talking about? Golf's a sport. No, it's not. I feel like I'm a 90-year-old, and I just got raped. Yeah, they go hand-in-hand. Ray at Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. You want world or national? Uh, let's go. World? Yes, sir. All right, here's Deuce Chill. Okay, world is going to be multiple choice. Go ahead. Iran's president is currently banning what? Currently. Alcohol, tobacco, Western music, or equal rights for women? Uh, B. B. Incorrect. What was B? Tobacco. What's he banning? No. no, Western music. Western music is correct. Can you blame them when we're shipping out Kelly Clarkston? But that's not the music they're talking about. It's like says actually here, country western. No, it says no more Toby Keith. Um, what was frequent in their song playlist was great stuff such as George Michael's "Careless Whisper." Of course, why would you want that in Iran? The Eagles Hotel California. No, thank you. And songs by Eric Clapton and Kenny G. Only if it's uh, Tears in Heaven. The acoustic. Just, yeah. None of that stuff for the backup band. Calvin, Lake Wales, you're left with National. What you got, Calvin? Uh, or actually, what you got, Deuce Chill? All right. I have got True or False. Okay. This is uh, in Gary, Indiana. Fifth graders accused of counterfeiting. True or False? Probably true. I'm sorry, it's false. It was actually fourth graders. You like that? No, I hate you. <laughs> Seriously, this is the worst game show ever. That was this genius. This is such a great idea for a game show, and everyone who hosts it sucks ass at it. You should have said high schoolers, just so he had a chance there. If he did know the story, he would have said, no, I knew they weren't that old. You're so proud of yourself. <laughs> I thought it was a pretty good We aren't trying to trick the people. We're so trying that... to give away prizes. Right. When I did that last week, you said it was too easy, and now it's too hard. I don't want to know about your... I hate you. We're going to take a break and we're going to come back. I feel like we need to wipe ourselves clean of this. Wow. Uh, You know what? When we come back, I'm going to tell you about my weekend Mm -hmm. and what happened and how I almost died. Next in the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Hi, welcome back in the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Hi, Fane J-Dubs. I know we were going to talk about my weekend, but real fast. Yeah, I got uh, Deuce Chills... Headline game show sitting in front of me. I love how immediately after the game show, you can tell we're pissed. And so he comes in here. Hey, I'm sorry. What did I do wrong? And what can I do better so that I don't screw up next time? And so then apparently he hands his game show over to Chunks. And Chunks goes, no wonder the game show sucks. Look at the way it's written up. It's in Hebrew. That's not the problem. (laughs) The problem is that it's literally he prints out papers and then turns them over and handwrites the questions mm-hmm. just in the most unorganized, unprofessional way ever. Even Putin typed up the questions. Now, take a look at it real quick. Right. Let me see this. Hang on. So you're telling me you think... Shut the-, the hell up for a second, you moron. Oh, my God. Iran's president is... In process, bans currently what? 
written like a retard. It's called brainstorming. And then, there's no A, B, C, or D. It just says alcohol, tobacco, western music, equal rights for women. So when the guy says B, he's like, huh? Which one's B? Which one's B? But I didn't tell him A, B, C, or D. I just gave him choices. If there's no Scantron here. You get multiple choice. <laughs> Caregiver accused of raping and... And I, I love, like, what if we want to ask yeah, you... Yeah, no if, number two pencils were given. What, I, it's, it's written on pencil, which I which pisses me off, too, because I hate pencil. What's your problem with pencil? That was actually a nice mechanical pencil. No, I hate pencils. They're stupid. Everybody should be able to write in pen. The only thing I hate more than pencil are the erasable pens, because oh. those never work. What's worse than the regular pencil is the giant pencil. <laughs> um... Gary, Indiana, true, false, fifth graders accused of counterfeiting. False, fourth graders. Genius. You are a moron. Masters invitations are sent out. How many players were invited? How many of those were invited? And what makes you think that people are going to know 99? Why not make that one a multiple choice? The point of a game show is to give out prizes. Give them a chance, at least. Then why don't we just call it, let's give out a prize. Because that's not what out. it is. You know what? You're on the verge. <laughs> You're on the verge of having me punch you. Do you think you made that number up? 99? And where's the follow-up no, I think story that, I, I think, wanted to ask you? I think 99 was uh, was in place before Deuce still started doing the game. I don't think he made it up. Entertainment. What singer has continued his... Wow of celibacy vow of two years and also continued to extend the deadline. Of course he couldn't pronounce the name. It was written down there so scribbly. Weezer Rivers Kumo. I mean, seriously. This is what you this is how you're working hard for the hideout? Well Chunks is certainly working hard. He got that out of the trash. Exactly. Alright, here's the thing. And I wish I could do this. In the old days, when we were in D.C., we had listeners come in and host the game show. Now, the problem is we can't have a listener come in every night and host the game show because I would feel like it would be asking too much of them. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I almost want to. I'd love to delegate to someone who actually wants to do something positive for the hideout and have them be the host of the hideout headline game show. You, you don't find that to be positive? <clears throat> a Jimmy Jam. A Lester Big Hands. So you think Jimmy Jam would do better than Infinitely. me? Infinitely. He's funnier than you, too. He can't too. even spell your name. He's funnier <laughs> than you. I just can't even believe it. This is what you're turning This is what you're turning in. This is, your, this is your project. Why should it be in. like typed out and all nice? It, that, what you did to it is exactly what happens to it at the end of every five minutes. It's it means trying. But during the game, it's the most important thing in your hands. But I can read it perfectly. No, you can't. In fact, I have trouble reading typed things. I heard it. Stuff. No. I heard it and it was awful. Who has trouble reading typed things? Me. I can only recognize my own handwriting. No, you can't. That, that's <laughs> ridiculous. And you've never read a book in your life. What man. if we get a different heretic to host the hideout, uh, headline game show every night? Monday night Zeppelin. Tuesday night Lester. Someone who actually cares about the show. <laughs> other than you. Because obviously you don't. You've been nothing but a letdown since we did you that favor. And I'm speaking from the heart. Karulu says he'll do it. He talk is as good. <laughs> Gotta always talk good. 
He's the one always bringing in the uh, uh, the, the Brian Peppers photoshops. Have you done that, Deuce Chill? What happened to all the production you were going to do for the show? What happened to all the sports stars you were going to book? What happened? I'm Deuce? working I, on that. Shut your mouth. <laughs> you asked me a question. Shut your mouth. No, 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 no. Shut your mouth. Rhetorical. All right, you know what? Someone's actually stepping up now, and that's Jimmy Jam. He's going to he's gonna audition the heretics. Maybe that's what we do Friday. We audition the heretics for who can be a different host. You hear me? I'm sick. I'm struggling. And that's the crap you give to me. Basically, the bird flu is what you handed to me for the headline game show. Be proud over there. When's Gibbs start so we can have someone real? Has anybody talked to Gibbs lately? Yeah, I just talked to him uh, during one of the breaks. He's uh, getting his paperwork, final paperwork signed tomorrow. Um, I guess when the new semester starts, mid-January. How about we do this? Yeah, that's how about, a hard worker. How about we have Mad Matt Mateo come in and do it? I know he'd do it. Where is he? I'd love for him to come in. Where is he? I came right from work to here. I don't see him. <laughs> is that why you wrote it on paper? You should, you should be thinking about the headline game show all day. I do. Yeah, I can tell. So, so you you really think, think and you pencil it in left-handed, like a retard. Hey, I'm left-handed. So am I. We're smarter. And you really think that if that would have been typed, that would have changed anything? Absolutely. It would have been more professional. Here we go. I'm going to type it right now. Head, hideout no, headlines what's game the show point? coming up. We're already done with it. We just want to Are you going to waste your time? Screen the phone waste calls. Of time. I enjoy that. It's very important to me, like the show. <laughs> now all of a sudden, what are you, the president? Now you're apologizing after you've been called out? Hey, just like with him, not accepted. And by the way, everybody's agreeing, Mad Matt has a better voice than you two. Aw. Sure, better reader. And I know Gibbs does. No. It's the douche chill uh, version of the Hideout Headline Game Show. It's your audition right now. Why not at least make it, like, uncomfortable, like you? I thought that was very uncomfortable. I think he succeeded there. Maybe we get Matt down here to host it. Matt Albert. Maybe Matt Albert does it over the phone. Oh, God. Just breathing heavy the whole time. Oh, that's all I'm getting on the instant messenger constantly is douche chill sucks, have Matt do it. He's better at the game shows. That's always for Matt, though. Well. <laughs> all right, how about this? How about we have Chunks impersonate douche chill? At least that would be funnier. Hey, handline game show. Nine. <laughs> How do you get your impression anymore? The thing, the thing, if you have Matt Albert host, though, I mean, every chick that wins is going to be a dumb whore to him. It's going to be a dumb, mm -hmm. fat whore. You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go all ahead. I'm saying is I just want someone who's going to try. That's all I'm asking. I'll try. Nay. You're right. I don't even know what that's about anymore. It's uh, it's just so uh, pad and giggly the whole time. Hey, that's all he's got. Let him do it. Oh, so now you're attacking the producer. Aye. My I'll go ahead, attack. I'll give it to you. I'll, I'll give it to you. So now he's not even mimicking me. He's only doing drops. He can only do a drop. Why you say so? What can you do? You hey, name it. Chunks, bring it on. What happened to the Douche Chill karaoke? What happened to the Douche Chill original song, the parodies? I still work on those. They're it's, tough. It's all fallen by the wayside. You had one every week before. What have you and come you know through what? on? M most of them that I do always, you can't do this one. It's too It's too much. So then every time I have a great one, I get discouraged. 
right, Matt Albert says, what about rotating chunks impressions? Tony Pigs. That's not me. That's actually Tony that calls in. Douche Trill. And that's it. <laughs> Drunky. All right, Alex says, uh, how about just Brian Pepper the host? <laughs> Uh, can he, he goes, actually write, though? I don't know if he can get his little hand around a pen. Oh, right, they get special ones. All right, here's what Matt Albert says. Jimmy the Jew for world news, Daron for local news, Tony Pigs for national news. Who else do you do an impression of? Drunky for entertainment. Uh, creepy Seeker. And a Creepy Seeker. Cameron or, sometimes. Give me a Cameron. I, got, I how, can't. I got a cold. How about a uh, Porno Dan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little buddy. I'm a, I'm a little Oompa Loompa Corolla. Hey, Corolla, uh, what are we going to do? <laughs> now, quick. Now, do your jefe. No. I'm not saying it's the he's same impression. He's trying to get me in trouble. You see, he's trying to sandbag me. All right, let me ask you, Deuce Chill. Were you proud of that headline game show today? Was I proud of it? Yeah. No. Well, then why would you argue? Has anyone been proud of any of the hideout headline game shows so far? It has I mean, so much potential. I asked someone, make the game show your own. Come up with yes, right drops, or wrong, uh, right drops, music opens, and what catchphrases. Do, what did we just talk about during the break? Uh, I'm tired of talking about it. Get it done. It's. I told you it's done tomorrow. Yes, Larry. Well, by that time, it's not going to be yours anymore. But it'll have a great open. I hate you. I really do. Being passed up. That's what you are. All right, Swami says just fire everyone and start from scratch. Dubs, what do you think? Does that include me? Nah. Actually, I like the four of us. Maybe just do chill. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. By the way, speaking of uh, just the headline game show in the past, Putin better hope that Derek Mason gets him at least four points. Otherwise, he's got to come back into the hideout to stunt on Thursday. Because so far in the hideout helmet of pain fantasy football, mm-hmm. Putin is losing. He needs Derek Mason to come through. I think he might have just caught a pass, though. So he's got to have that happen. And uh, otherwise, it's Tuttle. And that means Tuttle owes two stunts. I just squeaked by this week. <clears throat> Me too. I've been sucking. Um, yeah. Hot Hotline, who is this? What the hell is going on? You know who this is. Who is this? It's Tony. Tony who? I, I'm an engineer. You know who it is. What the hell is that douche doing over here? You boys are putting on a fine show, and that douche is wrecking things. Being all stupid, making fun of chunks. Huh? Wait, has he brought in a ham sandwich or jazz CD? I don't think so. <laughs> it's not my problem. It's your problem, Dubs. I, get, I know it's not a problem. problem with the microphone, Dubs. Yeah, there's definitely a problem. The the wires are shorting out, and like sometimes I can't press the buttons to turn it off or uh, turn call, it on. Call, uh, call someone to get it, damn, because I, I don't. <laughs> are you the hideout engineer, though? You're supposed to you're supposed to fix it. No, I don't fix it. When have I ever fixed anything? All I do is walk around, my pants fall off my ass, crack showing. <laughs> That's it. Keep it together, buddy. <laughs> Keep it together. <laughs> Tony, you there? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I you boys are making fun of me, aren't you? I have a feeling when Tony does these calls, he just sits there and rocks up and down, forward and backward, let, doing them. Let me try my douche chill impression. Uh, uh, I'm the douche chill. I'm the douche chill. <laughs> yeah, you like that, Chunks? All right. 
All right, let's take a break. <laughs> Damn. This da- Seriously, this mic is killing me. Do you want to switch uh, chairs? I might have to. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. <clears throat> Dubs, man, I got to tell you about my weekend and how I almost died. Which, now your mic won't even work anymore, right? I know. I have to play with... Did that just come through only on one side? Yeah. You get, Come back and sit over here. Mm. Uh, hideout head, uh, hotline, who is this? Hello, this is Jag, uh, hideout sales guy. Hello, how are you? I heard old friend Tony call in from the D.C. and I want to talk about... I understand he's treating you badly, you have the douche. What is it you boys want me to do as your sales, uh, your salesman? What is it you want? I want you to go out, pound the paper. That is not, that is not my problem either. I meditate. You meditate, you get what you want. Do not ask me. Okay, karma not good enough. Uh, I am not a karma Who should guy. I ask? All right, this is our hideout uh, sales guy. Yes. A jag. Hello. Is there, I was just wondering, maybe you could maybe get a sponsor or um, something. Um, um, I'm meditating. Hey, let, let me try my douche chill. I, I heard Tony. Uh, I'm the douche chill. I'm the douche chill. All right. And that one failed. <laughs> we'll take a break. <laughs> we'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. <laughs> Monday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It is all Hefe and J-Dubs. Just be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Live through Thursday night. I am on half a dubs is here, chunks, uh, Bateman and Deuce Chill as well. I uh I can't believe I'm here either, Dubs, to be honest with you. Uh Saturday I felt amazingly, amazingly bad. I um I could feel a sickness coming on Friday night. In fact I left early when we went out to hang out with the heretics on Friday. Yeah, you uh you had to leave. Uh, because of you're progressively getting worse. I just felt really, really crappy, and um, got home. I went and bought some Nyquil. By the mm-hmm. way, Nyquil six fifty at the uh, Hit and Run. Oh yeah, the Exxon Hit and Run. Oh yeah, you have to go uh, uh, to get any kind of cold medicine or anything like that from a convenience store. You're paying for that convenience of it being right there. I didn't realize that had gone into a CVS or something. Yeah, you'll definitely get a lot cheaper at CVS, Walmart, Target, anything like that. And by the way, when I get home, realize I already had a NyQuil in there. Doesn't that piss you off when yeah. you when you like, oh, I gotta go pick this up because I'm gonna get home and be miserable, and then you go home, you already had it. So anyway, uh, took it, slept okay Saturday. Oh, that was the other thing I did too. Saturday morning, got up, did some Christmas shopping at eight o'clock in the morning. Kind of a random hunch because I was gonna go out and get something, mm-hmm. and as it turns out, I was like, oh, I'll try by the Altamont Mall, see what's open, see if it's open or not. If it is, I'll run in and grab a few things. It was. And I have to say, Saturday morning, 8 o'clock, best time to go shopping. Oh, without a doubt. You go either right at the beginning of the day or right at the end when everybody's clearing out. Usually the beginning because you aren't going to have the mess that everybody else has left from that that day overall. And, I, and then I also go to the uh, grocery store. I uh, And I hear people talking about this airborne medicine, airborne. So I decided to pick it up and give it a try. Mm-hmm. And I took it. I guess three times, because it says take every three hours. Yeah. And I've never felt so bad as I did Saturday night. Like, I had a headache. 
and I couldn't move to the point that I was delirious. I couldn't, I could not, like, I was almost going to, I was going to call one of you guys to come over and, like, help me because I could not move. In fact, I couldn't even reach my phone. I hurt so bad, and I just laid there, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take NyQuil. Did the airborne not work, or do you think it had a negative effect? Or Here's the thing. So I took the Ny- or the uh, airborne three times, mm-hmm. and then I took NyQuil that night and slept for about 12 hours. Woke up the next day, felt great. Absolutely great. So you went through all that hell, but at least the next day you weren't continuing. I think what the airborne does is like it speeds up the process and kind of like purges it out of your system because it was in my throat. Now, I sound sick right now. I'll tell you the rest of that story in a second. It was in my throat. I could feel it moving to my chest, and usually when I get sick, I get like chest problems, Mm -hmm. bronchitis usually. But then it went from my chest straight up into my head like sinus headache. And here's the other thing, too. I'd been pissing so much mm-hmm. that I I think I was honestly just really, really dehydrated because it felt like a hangover more than anything else. So I think it worked. Here's the problem. Uh, I wake up at 1130, and I realize I have baseball at noon. And I call him, like, are we still playing or what? Because I felt good, and he's like, yeah, we're playing about 1230 at the Orlando Orioles. By the way, if you want to play men's baseball, get a hold of me. El Jefe at WTKS.com. we got a good team looking for a few more players, especially like a center fielder or a pitcher. So I get out there, and, dude, it is like the coldest and wettest that I think it's been in Florida yet on Wednesday. So I'm out there in three sweaters, uh, sweatpants, a knit hat. Yesterday, right? Yeah, yesterday. So I essentially got better to feel bad. And then I'm thinking to myself, I'm sitting here, and I'm whining, and I'm crying. But most guys are like that whenever they get sick. Like, don't you get that way whenever you get sick? It's it's like the worst thing ever. Do you, I mean, don't you feel that probably more often than not, men tend to bitch and moan more when they get sick than women do? Uh, yeah, well, we, we tend to uh, do it to our friends and bitch and moan to them, but we won't bitch and moan to our chick. At least I won't. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm good. At yeah. all? Yeah, I like uh, I'll I'll play it off as I'm I'm feeling great. Why are you afraid to uh, to play it off to your chick? Because maybe just so I don't get bothered when she's sick or something. I don't know. I'm not sure <laughs> on why I do it. Isn't that the whole point of having like a relationship or having someone you live with so that you in sickness and in health or to take care of each other? So you honestly I like the health better. You honestly hold it in so that you don't have to take care of her when she's sick? I don't maybe subconsciously. But uh yeah, I, I definitely don't tell the full story whenever I get sick. Now, do you think it's because maybe you don't feel like a real man if you're complaining about a cold or something like that? I don't feel like a real man anytime. Yeah, especially when you're sitting there with your PlayStation too. Mm-hmm. I feel like a child at all times watching your uh football you're basically a grown teenager, mm-hmm. still in adolescence. All right, you say coldies works, Trunks? What's coldies? Uh, they came out a couple years ago, and they're supposed to, if you take them before you get your cold, like if you feel it coming on, yeah. you basically won't get it. And if you take it after you have a cold, it cuts it in half. And I told Tommy about them, and, I mean, he said it feels great today. I, he took a couple of them. How much is that? Is that expensive? It's not as much as the Airborne. I, I'd say it's 6 bucks for the, the package, like a Hall's package. Probably has, like, 
20 how, in it. How do you take it, though? Because that's the thing with this Colby's. The Coldies, you drop oh, I it in the water. Just talking to me personally. Uh, no, I wasn't. Mm. Coldies is like a hall. It's just like a throat lozenge. Get out of here, really? Yeah, that's it. But you just can't chew it. That's the thing. You, you can't chew it. Right. You have to suck it. You have one now, Ch- Tommy? Yeah, don't ever call me Trunks again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm loopy. Yeah. How many do you have on you? Just one. All right, Chunk Session. Should I send you out for one? Yeah, if you want. I mean, they work great. They also have them sugar-free, too. And get some Mr. Smith's cough, cough drops while you're out, yeah. too. Um, those are really good. Those will help you out. Make sure you go everywhere in uh, in Orlando and find those. Um, I, okay. All right, now I'm thinking maybe I should have some coldies. Deuce, Joe, you want to make up for uh, screwing up the show? I'll give you a tin spike. You go find me some coldies. Okay, what's a tin spike? Tin spot. Yeah, I'll do it. I, I'm going to hurt you. You know what? <laughs> Get out of here. Come here. I'm going to give you 10. Get the hell out of here. I, sh- I should probably buy it for you again, like I did on Friday with the drinks. So I'll just buy this one myself. They come in different flavors, so which one do you want? While, while you're at it, you can get me another energy drink. Yeah, uh, why are you bringing that up? I'm going to give you my headphones while I'm at it, Hefe. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, I don't need those anymore. I got some new headphones. But you, in case you notice, I'm wearing, uh, I don't even know whose these are. <laughs> But, but, but for some reason, you can wear someone's that you don't know who they are, but once you get my hair in yours, you can't wear your own. I had no choice. Uh, you know what? Shut the hell up and go get me some uh, coldies. Come here. And me a Monster Orange. I'll get it. You pay me back. No, I'm just going to give you $10, dumbass. I need to feel good. Chunks, go handle the phones. All right. 407-916-1041, star-1041 in your singular wireless phones. I got you, Dubs. Don't worry about it. I'll hit you up tomorrow. I'll bring one in for you. Okay. Come on. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I'll have fan J-Dubs. Um, Dubs. Yeah. Uh, coming up, we'll go over the top ten as far as uh, last week's, uh, the weekend's movies. And also, too, uh, the stuff that was uh, on television, top ten TV-wise. But Chunk says that he found a story online. Uh, he's gonna play the video or the audio for us of uh, about men being, I guess, bigger pusses about being sick than women. Oh, really? Oh, uh, you got this one. Go ahead and start it. The common cold, put together with the flu, has American companies looking at tens of millions of sick calls this year. But surprisingly, it's the tough man who's more likely to sniffle under the covers. When my husband gets sick, do you think he had diphtheria and he's dying with a cold? I have a cold. I still go to work. She's not alone. A recent survey by a Scottish healthcare company found that one in three men took time off work because of a cold or flu, compared to only one in five women, leaving some to ask... Why? For a woman, they're more, they can take pain more than a man. Definitely. Or maybe there's a less, well, degrading explanation. Men don't exactly have a great record when it comes to matters of health. We eat less fruit than women, we don't take care of ourselves as well, and when we actually do get sick, we're much less likely to go to the doctor. Men don't like to submit very easily. So when you go to the doctor, you know, you have to do what he says, you have to... Get naked and get prodded. What the hell? Most of us don't like that. What the fuck are you going to? Not going to win men any sympathy points from the opposite sex. Now get out of bed. 
That same Scottish survey found that 72% of women believe men make an unnecessary fuss when they're sick. What? 22% said men expected to be nursed. Only 12% said they felt sorry for them. In the end, even the guys have to admit a woman they probably are evil. do make a bigger deal out of their sniffles than the women. I have to say that men do. In fact, I called in sick today myself. For Good Morning America, John Berman, ABC News, New York. Alright, so it sounds like the majority of women think that we're just kind of, uh, we're pussies. Yeah. When it comes down to it. And that whenever we are sick, it's no big deal. Do you think that's because of the whole childbirth thing? Oh, yeah, definitely the childbirth thing, the uh, PMS that they put up with every uh, month. Uh, all these different things that they have to put up with, and we get sick once or twice a year, and we bitch about it. And they kind of feel like, hey, screw you. I never thought about that, too. And not to be overly graphic, but the fact that a woman does bleed once a month mm-hmm. for the majority of her life, I would have to say that probably does make her that probably does make them tougher than men. I don't know about tougher, but it gives uh, us less room to bitch. Right. You know? We don't have, uh, the, they have the leverage on that end of it, you know? Is there anything that we can equate to childbirth other than having a really nasty deuce to drop? Because sometimes you got those, the moaners. Oh, I, had, I had one of those this weekend. Dude, I don't want to get too graphic. Today, lime. What the hell's wrong with you? I had a lot of uh, that uh, squeeze cheese yesterday, <laughs> uh, and uh, that and uh, chicken and biscuits, uh, whatever uh, crackers. The squeeze cheese with the uh, the chicken and biscuit. Crackers. Why would that make it lime? I don't know. I, that, that's the only thing that was different about my diet, and it was glowing. What could squeeze cheese possibly have in it to make it lime? I don't know about that, but colored nachos will also turn it lime green. Too. Yeah, okay. I had uh, I had some Moe's nachos this weekend. Actually, it's, I go. was about to say every time I eat at Moe's. Now I love it. Oh, but the colored the, nachos, the uh, the food coloring there. The nachos are terrific over there. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Did you get scared when you saw it too, Dubs? No, I I I knew it was nothing like really wrong with me. It was just kind of like, whoa, that is green. I mean, that is not even a hint of what color it should be. Yeah, it's real disturbing looking. And the funny thing is, and again, I don't dump me out if I get too graphic. <coughs> I don't care. Uh, half of it was green, half of it wasn't. All right, that was a little bit over the top. And that was the funny part about it. So you knew where the meals were. <laughs> All right. Now, have you... uh? Right, so you think maybe like passing, like one of the things I truly fear the most in life is like passing a kidney stone. Uh, yeah, I hear that's comparable to uh, childbirth. Whatever. Can a woman have to pass a, a kidney stone? I guess they would, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. Is that though. as painful? Their body is created for childbirth. Your body's not created to pass a stone. You know? Well, then so what, that, what that, is. That, I, I would figure passing the stone. Would be a tougher thing. Why not romance it? Why does baby Jesus fly it? Why does baby Jesus make you pass a stone then? I don't think it's baby Jesus who wants to do it to you. It's part of the devil's plan. Those are devil stones. That uh, here's the two things I fear most: having to pass a kidney stone, or having to get a catheter. Oh yeah, the catheter is one thing that will make any guy cringe. However, now, some people welcome it. 
I've heard some people. Want, if I get a catheter, I want one of those that's like a uh, like a condom. You know what I mean? Because they have those where it's like it's over, as opposed to end. Oh really? Oh yeah. I wonder if you can request that though. I still don't understand why they can't put you to sleep when when you get the catheter. Because I mean, I heard there's some reason why they can't put you to sleep. Or at it. least you know do something local there where they can just uh, you know kill the pain. Yeah, I mean it's just. I mean, what if you're in a coma and you need a catheter, you know? I mean, Do you think nurses there. are like laugh because they're women or like, haha, we give childbirth. This is for you to kind of get a semblance of what it's like. Just and a little taste. Be, if they do, they should be fired. If they take joy in catheters, now you know there is catheter fetishes. That's why I said some people yeah. like them. No, I, I thought you meant some people like them for, their, for their, the pure fact of what they do, but... Not sexually. I couldn't. I can't imagine like it sexually. I can't even imagine how that works. It doesn't even. It seems like it wouldn't get everything. I think the the condom kind of catheter. Right, we're all squirming in our chairs now. Oh, you know what? Tommy brings up another good one. Hmm. How about this? How about having to get checked for an STD with a Q-tip down there? They don't do that anymore, though, right? They have other ways of testing. Mm-mm. I have no idea. Uh, luckily, I knock on one. I don't have one. But I think uh, Todd from F9 had one. <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah, great! They... I don't even throw that out there. I'm sure he wants that out there. <laughs> he is married now. Whatever. Doesn't matter now. But uh, he was telling me to about a stripper. It. Where do you think he got it? I was like, stop! Stop telling me about it. And he's like, yeah, the condom broke and. Uh, now I can't be with Asian chicks because they remind me of STDs. <laughs> what? Ah, that's everybody. I think that's not fair. Yeah, but I remember just pe- people, like in school growing up, like, this is how they test you or they clean it or something. And I remember just the Q-tip and... Oh. Alright, that's a way to scare you. Yeah, that's a way to not get you to get checked. Rich, on your way to Orlando, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. What you got, Rich? Hey, uh, just to let you know, a catheter's a lot easier than stones, man. I've had six stones in the last year, and I've had two catheters in my life, and... I'll take the catheter any day. I hate your life. No, yeah, it sounds like the most... Who did you piss off? Uh, why is that karma coming to get you? And well, what, what is it, it is, it's what you eat and drink. Like, I used to drink a lot of tea and coffee. Mm-hmm. Now I don't drink either one anymore. And uh, it's all calcium. So, like, if you eat a lot of cheese and stuff like that, it'll tear you up, man. Oh, man. Uh, you I have... eat cheese by the handful, now, too. Now, what if instead of doing coffee and tea, we're doing, like, these energy drinks and stuff? Is that is it maybe, like, caffeine or anything have to no, do with I, it? I think it's the beans. Stuff made out of bean. Uh huh. I'm not gonna yeah, go for the joke. Cheese from a bean, coffee's from a bean, and stuff like that. Like I know a girl that had a kidney stone. She said, and she said she's given birth too. So she said she'd rather have a kid again than give another stone. Oh, dude, I I see these are on. And thank you, Rich, man. I'm sorry for your pain, bro. Yeah. Two catheters, four stones. I think you said six stones. Six. Oof. Because, dude, those are the three things I think I fear most. Catheter, the Q-tip, and the kidney stone. Everything else would just be horrible. I mean, how, how about being checked uh, for something behind you? That I don't fear. No? No, I welcome. <laughs> You'll back up? Oh, please. Here, can I Some... help? Can I help you? I check for fun on the weekends. Yeah, of course. You always get you to make sure everything's right. I have, yeah. Yeah, never use the broom at his house. Robin Longwood, you're in the hideout. What you got? Hey, uh, I was looking on a website a little while ago. It was a sexual fetish website. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
just seeing what kind of weird stuff is out there, kind of laughing at it, some of it. But there's a metal rod you could buy to stick yeah. up there. Oh, what the? And that's like a sexual thing? Yeah, and some of those rods are up to a quarter inch in diameter. All right, that's just crazy. Thank you, Rob. I, I got to let you go because you're skeeving me out, dude. Yeah, what? it's disgusting. It's kind of making me cringe, too. Yeah, thanks. There's a fetish of splitting, too. Stop. Just stop it. Just stop. That's enough. It's enough. That's enough. I, I cringe whenever I see someone doing that tongue splitting that they're doing lately. That uh, new fad that they got out there. Attention, whores. Jeff from Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, Jeff? Yeah, the, the, a lot of reasons why people get these kidney stones is uh, Florida's on a lime rock base. There's a lot of lime rock and sediment in our water. All right, see, I don't, here's the thing. I don't drink the water here. I, I always get bottled water. I've, they send bottled water, too. But that happens they, a they lot. A, they don't have a filter on their water. They're getting it. So if you uh, if you don't use like the Bredafit filter or whatever the uh, the pure water or whatever it is, yeah, I guess so. Oh, I I always think about that too. Like when you're uh, when you got one of those filters and then you look like a month later at your filter and see what has come out of your water. I'm not looking at that, Matt. I'm sorry. <sighs> you got to open it now. No, he's trying to send me. I'm not. There's no way. I have so much. I'm already wiggling her eye. I just closed the window. Deuce chill. Hello. Where are you? I am uh, true or false. I am standing in front of the coldies. You better be. Uh, it better be true, you ass. Uh, false. I'm actually standing next to the coldies. <laughs> I hate you. I really do. <laughs> and what flavor would you like? Flavor is going to be multiple choice. We have got all-natural cherry, all-natural tropical fruit, which is a mixed. That's you. Uh, Sugar-free and unflavored. Now, give me cherry. I told you cherry. Why would you call in when I already said that off the air? That is correct, sir. Uh, cherry is going to be the right answer. I'll beat it. <laughs> Animal. All right, let's take a break, Dubs. No, stop it. Stop it. Um. Yeah, man, I didn't realize how big a deal these kidney stones were. Now I want to live my whole life to not get one. Now, is there a way you can look and make sure, like, you know, just kind of periodically get checked for them? I wonder if we could have our uh, Chris and April come in and, like, do an ultrasound on our kidneys just to make sure there aren't any building up. I would love that. Because I'm sure you can tell. Mm, I guess if you uh, catch them quick enough, they can break them up for you before they have to get passed. But sometimes they don't find out about them until too late, and there's no other option other than passing it. Uh, when chicks are saying, I'd rather give birth, then have another kidney stone, you know it's awful. It's crazy. That's 18 years of pain or more. All right, rank them in the order real fast of what you would rather have happen to you. Mm-hmm. The STD with the with the uh, Q-tip, mm-hmm. the kidney stone, and the catheter. What would you? All right, from I would rather I'd like this first. Or the least. All right. What kind of STD are we talking? Are we talking? Are you just getting checked for it? Oh. Oh. I would have to say STD, catheter, kidney stone. So kidney stone the worst. Yeah. I think I'm with you. I think that's a pretty good order to go by. All right, we got to take a break. We're late. It's a hideout real radio 104.1. It's a hideout real radio 104.1, half and dubs, Monday night. We're talking about kidney stones. And catheters, oh, come on. And getting tested for STDs and how those are probably the three worst things ever. And that's the, the, the noise that goes through my head when I think of passing a stone. Ross and Satellite Beach are in the hideout. What you got, Dope? Hey, um, 
I was uh, listening a few minutes ago, and you guys were talking about once it gets too late, you just absolutely have to pass them. Right. And that's not 100% accurate. If uh, if you're having trouble passing them or there there's any blockage, they can blast them with a laser. Really? Why do they do that anyway? Yeah, why do they, why do they make you suffer? Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I have no clue about the answer to that one. But I do know that uh, if they're too big, they can blast them, and, and then they go into thousands of pieces, and you can pass them easier, I guess. All right, but you still got to do some passing then. Yeah, you still got to do some passing, but uh, it's I guess I've never had them. My brother has them all the time. And, oh, and uh, what a thing to be played. I just want yeah, I wanted to shoot myself. All right, hey, thank you, Ross. It makes him act like he's a baby, so right. I know they got to hurt pretty bad. I hear you. Hey, thank you, man. All right, joining us on the phone, our uh, ex-program director. From WJFK in Washington, D.C. As we call him, Radio's Kidney Stone. Cameron Gray. Cam! Have, have some respect. Free FM, 106.7. <laughs> oh, get the Jesus hell out of here. Jesus Christ. Hey, hey what did you guys start? Did you guys start running the junkies today, or is it best of? It's uh, best of. Oh, y'all ran best of? I thought you guys were going to call Rape FM. Oh, <laughs> stop that. That's you also what? free. What did Dub say? Rape FM. <laughs> what a jerk. Hey, uh, happy holidays to you. Happy, uh, happy Kwanzaa, merry joyous everything. And uh, Chunks actually uh, had something he wanted to talk to you about on the air. Okay. All right, go ahead, Chunks. Hey, Cameron. Hello, sir. Hey, hey, do you think, can I pick up? <laughs> hey, hey. I, I'm coming back for Christmas. You think I pick up a few shifts over there? Like dump or something? No. Come on, been, why not? He's been replaced by, by different people. <laughs> like who? Like they're good. <laughs> Wait, he works for a different company. I can't hire him now. It's not hiring, man. I'm just saying. Just watch the dump button. And what, slide you some money under the table? No, man. <laughs> exactly. How about you just let him run America in the Morning? Yeah, I still got it, man. It comes back at 0605. America oh. in the Morning is done. Uh, done? What happened to America in the Morning? Junkies. They start at 5? Uh, they start at 530. Oh, Ouch. Jesus. Yuck. Why? No one's up then. Why, uh, why make them wake uh, wake up earlier uh, just because you want them going at 5:30? It seems ridiculous. America in the morning was pulling in the numbers. I hate shows that go on at five, go on at 5:30 in the morning, thinking, "Hey, we're going to beat the shows that start at six. No, you're actually, not. You're just going to get up doing, half an hour earlier. We're doing Junkies Rewind starting at five. Oh, get the hell out of here! Junkies Rewind. Who cares? I can run that. I already know how. how why don't you just <laughs> <laughs> why don't you just run this? Just the scraping at the abortion clinic. How about that? Why don't you run that how is, instead? How is everyone's uh, lives in the hideout? Hey, we're all fabulous, man. Fastest growing show in the history of Central Florida. But here's the thing. That's saying a lot. I know, mm -hmm. right? I am wondering if uh, I am still on the payroll because I'm still getting stuff from Infinity about benefits and things. Can you look into that? Yes, I'll do it right away. And sir. if I am, how about you give me a few hours for chunks over the holidays to run the board? No. Oh, come Why on, dude. Why is he so desperate to run the board? I thought he was happy at Real Radio. I got a coke habit now. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know, you're too fat for a coke habit. I'm a little behind the times on what's going on in the D.C. Baltimore area. How did that whole Big O and Dukes thing work out? <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't tell you. I don't know. <laughs> I love that. Uh, so we're, It's the most uncomfortable meeting ever when we find out that we're getting moved from late nights to weekends uh, with Cameron. And uh, is, is Hugh still there? He is. Mm. Oh, that's a shocker. So he goes, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to have to go with this other show, Big O and Dukes. Uh, I, I think that My they, wife really loves them. 
I think that they have the talent. What kind of man would choose the hideout over Big O and Dukes, Don? What was that an impression of? Uh, his wife. Uh, yeah. No one. Yeah, no one at all. <laughs> Didn't I already? All right, you stop. So, Cameron, how uh, how are things in DC? Things are great. It's Redskins mania. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I'm sure that's. I mean, I'm sure the post game was great yesterday since they uh, destroyed the Cowboys. We finally had a, uh, a very joyous, joyous locker room after uh, a bunch of bad ones in a row. Last uh, couple ones were good. Yesterday was amazing, and uh, we're going to the playoffs, baby. Oh, I, I don't want no way. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I don't want to throw any names out here, but how's Jay the short guy treating you? Who? I, I love how they decide they're going to go with Rosenberg after the junkies <laughs> in between O'Reilly. Add a way to hold your audience over. <laughs> you just you wait. Mark mark my words, my friend. My new my now that the hideout's gone, it's my newest star. I love how yeah, and look what happened to us. Yeah, I love to counter. <laughs> I love to counter uh, O'Reilly. We're going to get some uh, no name guy out of college. He's going to answer day, all of O'Reilly's uh, questions. One day Rosenberg's going to be the fastest growing show in all of Central Iowa. <laughs> I hope so. All right, douche. Bye, guys. All right. Hey, hold on. Chunks says one more thing. Cameron, I still know the clock for sporting news. Seriously, please. I'm begging no. of you. He Come needs- on! I lo- love you and miss you, but no. All right. We'll see you later. Goodbye. Chunks calls him up and goes, hey, Cameron, can you go on the air? And then Cameron goes, who is this? <laughs> he goes, it's Chunks. He's like, okay, fine. He just calls up. Doesn't say who he is or where he's calling from or anything. Well, that's a producer for you. You proud of yourself? No, man, I'm mad. Why? He was banking on replaced this. by Puck. Oh, that's a real great one. <laughs> he replaced you before. He probably doesn't <laughs> even remember to hit record for Love Line. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, what, but you see, here's the thing. You are getting paid by Clear Channel. You can't go collect a check from Free FM in D.C. Oh, that's bull. They, uh, they let people do that all the time. Yeah. He wants to run the dump button, the, the thing that's supposed to protect the license for another company. Uh well, you're not yeah, allowed. when you think about that, that doesn't make what, any is sense. Blue, is Baloo going to drop the F-bomb? I don't think so. I don't think he's even on there anymore. I had to dump him once. Really? Yeah. What did he say? He said, uh, peeing on... Uh, Stop, you can't say it, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> you dumbass. You can't say it. You can't say what you had to dump. How stupid are you? It's nothing bad here. <laughs> but I guess the D.C. is bad. <laughs> you're such an idiot. I think I... That was a mistake. If Cameron would give me a shot, I'd get the dump next time. I used to dump for O'Reilly all the time. Oh, yeah, but that was just because you didn't like his politics. Yeah. And you were dumping out his message. We'd call each other up and be like, hey, I'm listening. I'm really bored. Dump out of something. I'll see if I can recognize where you dumped out of. <laughs> or we'd start playing Phil. Yeah, we would start playing My Name is Phil in the background uh, and stuff. Yeah, that was fun. Or what I would do when it was his shift and like I was signing off, I would uh, turn one of the mics on and go like, in the background, and then we listen to it in delay, and like, like, do you hear it? Do you hear it right there? Yeah, I think we really made Matt Albert's night because we'd see if he could hear like the random stuff that we just started playing, and he'd lose it when he heard my name is Phil. Just L O L O L all over the keyboard. Listen to what you guys are doing, getting back at the man, huh? Yeah, that's right. Damn O'Reilly. Rebels. It was fun. It passed the time. Not a way to fight. Oh boy. Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four. That's actually when we were happy there though. <laughs> Not when we were upset. I love how you think, hey, I'm gonna go back to DC and collect a paycheck. Cause you still have to be on the payroll for nah, you to even. You know how that station runs, man. It's all shady stuff. It used to be all 
independent contractors that wouldn't get paid for a year. Yeah, just have someone put you on an independent contract. Tony could put in a good word for me. <laughs> I think Tony hates you. Why? Literally. I think you've had to go back to that in that station and there's much trash you talked about everybody. He calls up all the time. I don't see why he'd hate me. All right, let's take a break. Con, our old boss, to ask if you can pick up a couple of hours. <laughs> now what are you going to do? Well, you're going to go back to the uh, resort that you used to work at and see if maybe you can pick up a shift or two waiting tables. Maybe Ruby Tuesday. Go back to the Deuce Deuce. I still got my <laughs> old... Uh, Your old college radio station we hear how great you were there. Yeah. Yeah, he was banking on this. He's like, yeah, I'm going to pick up some shifts from camera and I'll, I'll do some overnights. I mean, that's like, you know, a couple bucks an hour, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, have you called him yet? You no. really thought he was going to let you uh, since you work for a competing radio station? Well, why you not? Think I should call him? Why, you're not allowed to do that? Uh, of course not. Well, this was all a bit then. <laughs> it was all a bit. It just a and joke. do you think that Catherine and Dan would let you? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just a joke. <laughs> hey, you're really not supposed to do that, Tommy? You're an idiot. <laughs> oh, Take crap, a break. We'll come back to Hideout Row Radio 104.1. So hideout real radio one oh four point one L Hefe and J dubs. Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one star one oh four one on your singular wireless phone. Thank God for real radio. Mm-hmm. Just talking about uh, our old station, what their lineup's gonna be. They got uh, basically they got a sports show in the morning. Mm-hmm. Then a in the in the late morning, a literal college radio left-leaning talk show. Then Bill O'Reilly after that. Then Penn Jillette for an hour after that. Then a fabulous afternoon talk show, the Donna Mike show, and the, uh, and the afternoon comedy show. And then at night, another conservative douchebag. It's just what a disjointed, stupid-ass lineup. And then Loveline still? I don't Without... Think- I don't think I don't think they're gonna keep that going, are they? Why not? Well, they got all the other stuff. Uh, all no, jumbled. I just don't think Loveline's sticking around. Oh, I I thought the, they were getting a new co-host for that. Yeah, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank goodness. Love and roll radio. Although there was something interesting that happened here in the building. Apparently, J Dubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, people around here don't know how to use the restroom correctly. Yeah, I heard uh, them talking about it on the file. And uh, I got the memo in my email as well. And Here's it's stuff. silly. I saw one of the promotions guys, I think, for uh, XL. Mm-hmm. I was in the restroom earlier. And uh, I was at the urinal. And he decided he didn't want to go to the urinal next to me, so he goes into the stall next to me. And he literally straddled, or straddled the, uh, the, toilet? the toilet just to go number one. Like, stood directly over it and just pointed straight down. Like a woman standing? Right. I'm like, what are you doing? I didn't ask him. I just kind of laughed and moved on. But apparently, here at the uh, Clear Channel Compound, we've had several complaints regarding restroom etiquette in the past few weeks. Therefore, we are asking the building employees, please utilize common courtesy when visiting the facility. As a reminder, please observe the following. Number one, please remember to flush the toilet after each use. <laughs> we are such children in this place. Now, let me tell you something. I don't do that at home. What do you mean? I don't flush the toilet after each use at home. 
Why not? Because I feel like it's a waste of water. Like you care about the water. Especially in the middle of the night. I've talked about this in the air before. I won't flush because I feel like it, the flush will wake me up. So I'll literally get up, stumble to the bathroom, go, and then uh, just go lie back down. You evacuating uh, stuff doesn't wake you up? Just number one, no. Six second, and it's like second nature. No, it doesn't bother me at all. I feel, in fact, that it's... A, I honestly feel like flushing all the time is a huge waste and of, uh, of resources. And that we should only do it maybe once every three times... When it's number one. Oh. When it's number one. Okay, maybe number one I can... Number two, fine. Go ahead and flush every time. Number one, I think it's a waste. Now, do you flush before you number two, if there's a uh, number one still there? No. Why? Why would I? That's stupid. I, I have to. Why? The splash. Eh, so what? Doves, I think you're in the norm on that one. Yeah, then I, I itch the rest of the day. I will get a little bit of toilet paper and wipe off the seat and oh. then throw it in there, but then I don't flush. I like to think of it as a nice, like a cloud for it to land on. I'm talking about the number one that's... No, I got you. Okay. I understand. That's not saying. a cloud. All right, here's number two. Please do not flush any foreign objects down the toilets, coffee grinds, paper towels, etc. I've done stuff that looks like coffee grinds in there, but I don't know why anybody's throwing coffee grinds in the toilet. Now, can you uh, can you flush down condoms down the toilet? You aren't supposed to. Why not? Uh, it depends on where you're at. Uh, I know that they get stuck in a lot of the things, especially if you're working off of a septic system. Mm-hmm. It'll plug up that septic system, and you could uh, definitely clog it. With domes, and then you have to have someone come out, clean it out, and then they find out it's a bunch of your old rubbers in there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And the, do you get fined or something? Well, if it's your uh, septic system, you have to pay the guy to come clean it out. Just because of you? What are you supposed to do with the rubber then? You're supposed to throw it away. What? That, now that's dirty. Uh huh. <coughs> I didn't say I did throw them away. Four zero seven. Supposed to do. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Our black cat says, hideout black cat says, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. What if it's green? All right, then you have issues. Then you ate it most. Um, number three, please remember to throw used paper towels in the trash after drying your hands. What are people doing with it right now? Just throwing it on the floor? I will admit there have been times that I have walked into the bathroom here, mm-hmm. and I have seen paper towels just all over the floor. Like, not even near the trash can, like maybe you missed when you were throwing it away, but like in the corner of the walkway. Well, one of the big things in there, that trash is pretty small. It gets filled up real quick, which doesn't excuse it being in the corner, but I can see how, how it overflows and ends up on the ground. Dirty Howie in the hideout on Road Radio. What you got, Dirty Howie? What's going on, Hefe? How are you? What's up, buddy? Hey, is this anything about uh, flushing aborted fetuses out there? Oh, no. You're a mor- Wow. Dirty Howie. Now, everything related to him is about abortion. Yeah, after, after two he, weeks ago. After he admits he's going to have his girlfriend get one on the air. And I don't think you can do that anyway. Clogs up the septic tank. <laughs> oh, here's your problem. It's a dead baby. They're not babies. All right, number four. Please check the toilet area before leaving, making sure to, quote-unquote, clean up any, quote-unquote, accidents. 
I don't even know what that means. And again, this isn't something that I do at home. I In think... fact, now that I think about this, I don't do any of this at home. So why would I do it at work? Because you're the only one who uses it at home. Have you ever gone into a public restroom and seen uh, number two in the urinal? No. I I can't say that I've ever seen that either. I've never seen someone squat there. Now, I have seen uh, people, uh, number one, uh, like at the sink when, uh, when yeah. at concerts and stuff. At concerts, that'll happen all the time. In fact, I encourage it. I so, used to work as a busboy. Sometimes there are those drains in the mm. middle of the floor at an, at an arena. I say you use those. Hey, I, I, at, a, at a big event like that or something, I don't see why not. If there's, a, if there's toilets and everything open and you're doing that, I think there's something wrong with you. But if everything's taken up, why not? Now, I used to work as a busboy. And one time, uh, we're supposed to go periodically check the bathrooms. I walk in there. Painted brown. What is? The walls. What? And they told me I had to go clean it up. Did you quit? I handed over my apron, and they said, "Well, fine, I'll go clean it up." The manager did. Just make me a, just uh, fix me up a, a bucket for the, the mop. Yeah, I don't think they can make you do that. No. I've always thought about that too. Like, who has, who's on bathroom detail? At maybe like a bar. Or even like sometimes like a 24-hour McDonald's or something. Uh, and just how awful that would have to be. Have you ever been into like some of those like really uh, drunk food places? Uh, a 24-hour place like maybe a... I had uh, bet those over the weekend. So good. I, got, I, I, went, I go to White Castles back in Michigan whenever I'm drunk and uh, want something to eat late at night. Those have to be the most disgusting bathrooms at about 3 a.m. Because you just got nothing but beer flowing through everybody. And no one has any control. I'd say those... Yeah, you're right. And they're they're shoving uh, White Castles down their stomach. So it's upsetting their stomach at the same time. Have you ever wondered why they don't have 24-hour buffets? That is a good question. Don't you I think, think they'd lose their ass during drunk time. But don't you think that would be a hit? If like a Golden Corral or an Old Country Buffet... Or something, or even like a, like a breakfast place did a 24-hour buffet. Where's just those runny eggs and some sausage? Yeah, well, there's a big boy opening up near us pretty soon. What the hell? Yeah, uh, over by the Publix uh, on uh, 434. There's a big boy opening? Yeah, they're building it right now. Where exactly? Uh, the the uh, next to the Blockbuster? Yeah, the Blockbuster, all that stuff. Am Scott and all that? Mm-hmm. Does every big boy have a buffet? A breakfast buffet, yes. Get the hell out. It's damn good, too. Here's the problem, though. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so packed on Sunday mornings on the time you want to go. Oh, we work nights, so we can go anytime we want. We we aren't bound by only being able to eat breakfast out Sunday mornings. Oh, you know what? Because we used to always go to Denny's after the show in D.C. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Do they serve beer at Big Boy? No. Mm. That's one of their big things, actually. They don't have a bar. Is Denny's? Mm-mm. IHOP? Nope. All right, why isn't there a place that serves alcohol along with breakfast food? All right, you know what? Actually, um, 
We Hit and Run says they're in Vegas. They have so many 24-hour buffets. It works in Vegas. Why not here? And what I like to call Vegas East Orlando. That would be interesting. Uh, they don't have anything like down near Disney? That's what I'm thinking. All right, people are saying, how about after party at Big Boys? Hey, one week, it could be the secret location. Uh, let's take a break, Dubs. 407-916-1041. My voice is starting to go. I can feel it already. Thank you to Deuce Show ran out and got this stuff. However my voice goes, the chicks love it. There's something that girls really? love about a sick voice, yeah. They really do. Maybe because it makes me sound like ballsier. Or maybe they think they're living on the edge. Like, I don't know, am I going to die after a few years after having sex with this guy? I am i don't know, it's a little crazy. Oh, by the way, that's one of those things that keeps me from sleeping around. The fear of AIDS? that. No, the fear of the STD test. Ah. Uh. I think otherwise I genuinely would be a whore. Well, that and if I lost 50 pounds. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Monday night, the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, last week before vacation. Ah. Hey, uh, Deuce Chill, our boy Joe Dubs call up from the Wholesale Furniture Market? Yeah. What'd he say? He said uh, the Angels at I-4 and 50 apparently serves both. Alcohol and uh, breakfast? That's what he said. Oh, kick ass. When Joe Dubs nice. doesn't lie, he's badass. Thank you to him. He knows what's going on. He's in, in touch with the community. Right, I gotta, uh, I gotta get over there. Cause I think uh, liquor and eggs mix perfectly. Not before you have pancakes too to soak it all up. What kind of eggs though? Uh, scrambled, over easy? Uh, the runniest, the better. Now, I I never eat like the uh, the over easy one, uh, eggs that are like sitting in the big pan at a. Uh, at a like a buffet, a breakfast buffet. That always seems a little oogie to me, but I have no problem scooping up a big thing of scrambled. I had I, I went through a fra- phase of uh, fried over medium, something like that. I don't mind them like if they come out of the kitchen like that, but when they're sitting in there with the rest of them, that's dirty. Yeah, it, but for some reason the uh, scrambled seemed great to me. Put and, a little cheese in there too. And doesn't the whole thing of an egg just seem kind of odd? About uh, you're basically eating a chicken fetus mm-hmm. or zygote. Yeah, we don't eat any other real eggs, you know. Like, some people will do it as a delicacy, but I can't see it being any different. But if you say, hey, uh, would you like a, uh, I don't know, like an emu egg or, uh, you know, some kind of different egg or, like, a bluebird egg. Or an alligator egg. Yeah, everybody would be like, no, you animal. Does an alligator egg taste different than a chicken egg? I I guess the unfertilized one has to taste similar. And is it yellow? Or would it be green? Dude, we need help. 407-916-1041. I never thought of that. Little chicks are yellow, and the yolk is yellow. Is that why the yolk is yellow? Because that's the uh, color makeup of the the feathers that are going to be on that chicken? Yeah, I would think. But why would the whole thing be yellow? There'd be a little red in there, some... All right, what color's caviar? Fish eggs. Uh, that's like a gray. Like a fish. Like brownish gray type thing. So you, it would go to figure then that alligator would be green. What about snake? Would it depend on the kind of snake? Multicolor. That's odd. And if you ate an anaconda egg, would it be enough to feed an entire village if you scrambled it right? 
Aren't anacondas the one uh, the one uh, snake that gives birth to live live young? No, doesn't. That's impossible. No, I think it is. No, then it's not a reptile. I believe. Then it would so. be a mammal. I'm almost sure that's the only one that gives. Am I wrong here? Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. And am I right about the anaconda? I, I'm. What did you see it in a movie with Jennifer Lopez and Ice Cube? No, I watched it on Discovery. You were too busy watching a 750-pound man. That wasn't on at the same time. Right after. There's this crazy bastard on there that just tackles snakes and the anaconda wrapped right around his neck and he's trying to fight it off. I, I'm genuinely wondering about an alligator egg. Like, if you if you got it and you cracked it open and you put it in your frying pan, after, of course, putting down some Pam... Some Pam, a little pepper, salt. Maybe mix in some cheese. Yeah, some uh, some cheese, some multi. Okay, Burn Trail uh, asks, okay, how much weed did y'all smoke on the break? <laughs> we do need a drop that says pot talk. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we'll get into this. I'm serious, though. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Is that where green eggs and ham come from? Is that a uh, alligator egg he's eating there? A green egg? Uh, I don't know. Seuss had a whole bunch of stuff going on. Al in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, Al? Hey, Hefe. Yo, dude. Thank you first for last week Friday. Mm-hmm. You got me laid, man. How's that? How did I get you laid? Man, I was up there for Trunk's birthday with the strippers. Mm-hmm. You gave me the 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 fire. Went home and took my woman. Oh right! All oh, right on, because you uh, you got you saw the the, lo- uh, the uh, nice strippers we had in here from the dollhouse. Nice! All oh, right on, Al. Well, thank you for coming up, buddy. Now, what do you got about the egg? The egg. There's no there's no chickens, no baby chickens in the egg. Man. I know it's unfertilized. Yeah, because right, it's right, right. There's no there's no zygotes. There's no doesn't matter what color the yolk is. It's just a yolk. Oh, okay. So it doesn't. It's not like then eating like a fetus or anything. No, man. Oh, okay. I was just wondering. Now, let me ask you this, though. Is it yellow because it's a, a chicken? Or if you had an alligator one, would it be green, the yolk? No, they're yellow, too. Get the hell out. All yellow, huh? Yeah, I, I don't know why. I don't know about other animals, but alligators are yellow. I've seen those up front, up close. Uh, could you eat it like a regular egg, then? Uh, I don't I don't think so. I wonder why not, then. If it's all... Hey, thank you, Al. I'm glad you got laid, buddy. We'll all see. Right, man. Thanks a lot, man. Later, bro. All right, Matt Howard says you're thinking about a python. Oh, pythons are the ones that give birth alive. Hold on. Bill and Ocala, you're in the hideout. What you got, Bill? Yeah, anacondas give live birth. Yeah, that's the only snake that gives live birth, isn't it? Then how is it actually, a reptile? Actually, boas do as well. Okay. Then, pythons lay eggs, and boas of all types give live birth as well. Okay, but I thought that reptiles couldn't give live birth. Like, that was part of the thing of being in the reptile family. Got me. I think right, uh, exception I, to the rule. I'm watching a video of an anaconda giving birth to live snakes. It's really quite disgusting. Now I feel smart. Yeah, it is. I got that video, too. Oh, how come I don't have it? I'm glad you two have it. Do you really want to watch this? Yes. Okay. (laughs) All right, do snakes give birth to live young? Some give birth to live young. Um, I I thought that was the whole thing about you being a reptile. Clayton and Deland, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys. Yo, dope. Hey, man, I eat uh, sushi and stuff like that all the time. And they've got uh, types of them down here in the land where they have quail eggs on them. Right. And they look exactly just like smaller chicken eggs. And uh, they have, like, salmon roe and all sorts of other type of roe, which is just little fish eggs. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, orange, green, 
All sorts of crazy colors. All right, so I'm thinking you can scramble any of these. Thank you, Clayton. Is orange a goldfish? Ooh. All right, I'm genuinely wondering now. Uh, I see. I don't have. For some reason, I don't have quick time on this stupid computer. This is the worst computer in the building. That's why I didn't send it to you. <laughs> I didn't want to antagonize you, unlike Chunks, who likes it. Paul in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, Paul? How you doing? Um, actually, the snakes they incubate the eggs inside their body. They still have eggs, so. Ah, oh, everybody. Ha- everybody though. technically has eggs. Uh, even humans, technically, but they don't lay them. Yeah, that's true. I don't. I think they still have shells and all that kind of stuff, though. Mm. All right, be careful. The cops are after you back there, buddy. No, it's the ambulance. I'm stuck on four. <laughs> all right, man. Thank <laughs> all you. All right, later. <clears throat> all right, let's take a break. All right, so here's my question, then. In pot talking, I know. Can you scramble an alligator egg and eat it like it was just a regular old chicken egg? I don't know why not. I would think yes. And if so, should we do it? Do you think, if we got eggs from different places, alligator, chicken, snake, unfertilized, and then we had someone scramble them for us, we could identify the taste of each three? I think they'd all taste the same. Personally, I really do. I think they would all... Have the same kind of... Then uh, why do chickens have a monopoly on the egg market? Well, there's so many chickens. It's a very easy egg to get. Is the chicken the modern-day buffalo? Where we use just about every part of the chicken? Uh, more so than the cow? Oh, I think we use more of the chicken than the cow. Because then you got to think the beaks and the eyes and everything can be but, ground up into chicken nuggets. But we use uh, the cow's milk. We use the cow... Uh, Skin. You know, Skin, we use it uh, for uh, uh, like uh, just like the extra parts for hot dogs, beef hot dogs, and that kind of stuff. Oh, that's so dirty. Is that like tongue and eyes and stuff like that? I hear that. That's what a hot dog is. Well, I mean, you can get the the uh, the beef hot dogs. You can get the uh, pork ones that are just different pieces of uh, pig. All right, quick break. We'll come back. It's a hideout. Row Radio One Hundred Four Point One. Wrapping it up on Monday Night Row Radio 104.1 El Jefe and J Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. JC Animal says the Denny's and Cocoa Beach serves alcohol. Wow. All right, epic. we got to get out there. And who I think is quickly becoming the uh, funniest guy on the Instant Messenger. Um, Just like maybe the most important guy to the hideout right now. Because he's always coming through with the Brian Peppers photoshops. He says you could uh, K Mike says you could tell a scrambled uh, reptile egg from a scrambled bird egg because it would be way too dry. Why would it be drier? Think about it. Uh, reptiles. Yeah, but and that skin. Think about a uh, 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 chicken and the feather. The feather seems drier than the skin. All right, maybe you're right. Uh, Vaughn Bartow, you're in the hideout. What you got, Vaughn? Um, on the. Uh eggs as far as the fish eggs and so forth it depends on the uh their diet uh, as far as what they're eating and the chicken eats a lot of uh, like little pebbles and stuff and Grain. the lizard grinds it up to make their shells hard ah. turtle eggs over in, along the coast over in san augustine the sea turtles lay a lot of eggs and uh the menorcans over there the people that have been over there forever uh, consider them a delicacy, and they've got a, like a real soft texture to them. But uh, 
Good enough, they're really good. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Scrambled, I bet it's all the same. John and Daytona, you're in the hideout. What you got, Johnny? Hey, guys, I think I can put this little argument to rest here on the crocodile eggs. Okay. Yeah. What, what are crocodiles descended of? Uh, dinosaurs. Dinos what the heck was Wilma frying up for Fred? Dinosaur eggs. Dinosaur eggs. Brontosaurus. That's right. He's eating. He's eating dinosaur eggs there. All right, you know. There you go. You got it. Yeah. Right, he's not eating that uh, that egg that uh, from the bird that was uh, calling him to work. He's eating the reptile egg or the um, woodpecker that's carving out everything that they type. Mm-hmm. I miss the Flintstones or that kind of piggish type thing that was his garbage disposal. Right, Evil Eye says, think about this: when you're eating a chicken egg, you're basically eating its menstruation. Is that true? I would guess, yeah. Well, because it's an unfertilized egg. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, it doesn't taste much different than our regular. Chuck Jock. All right, salty. All right, now K-Mike's coming back with, it's dry because reptile yolks don't contain water. I had no idea. I'm learning a lot. Well, I thought everything contained water, basically. Mm-mm. Not the baby Jesus. Yes, it does. David, you're in the hideout. What you got, David? Here's the deal. Uh, when you eat alligator, when you eat people eat frog legs, they all say it tastes like chicken. So basically, if it all tastes like chicken, why can't you eat the egg? Yeah, it all tastes like I'm chicken saying. eggs. Alan, you're in the hideout. What you got, Alan? About to wrap it up on a Monday. Hey, guys. I was just letting you know, uh, born and raised up north in uh, Pennsylvania, we had uh, two types of species. We had copperheads and rattlesnakes, northern rattlesnakes, mm -hmm. both of which had live young when they when they were reproduced. Wow. And uh, rattlesnake and uh, good devils could see there if you get your hands on some. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm starting to think there's more uh, snakes that have live young than uh, eggs. Done with the eggs. I always remember that scene in La Bamba. When Richie and Bob are in Mexico, yeah, and, and they're uh, with that guy in the tent, and he gets his little magic Indian. necklace, and the end of the guy's kicking up the rattlesnake. I just think, man, that'd be great. Gives him the necklace. Put it in the tortilla. Then uh, Richie later, or Ricky. What's his name? The Richie. Uh, brother? Richie Valens. No, the brother. Bob. Bob. Bob rips it off when they're fighting and over what, whose dad loves him. And that's what kills the big bopper and Buddy Holly. The necklace. Hey, let's go to the uh, news desk here at the hideout. Check in with the hideout news director, Sir Gary the Prophet. Well, a late check-in from Sir Gary. Sir Gary, up a little late, aren't you? Yes, I, I was just going to watch the wrestling on TV. I thought I'd give you a call. Oh, uh, on USA Raw tonight, right? Yes, sir. Oh, outstanding. Hey, who won? Uh, they got a match going on now, but I can't. I don't know too much about it because uh, I turned my TV off and some regular ones. Just no, the regular who's, who's, your, uh, who's your favorite all-time wrestler? I like Ric Flair real good. Ric Flair. Yeah. Can you give me a woo? Woo. That's great. That was awesome. Thank you so much, Sir Gary. Um, today, in the news headlines today, um, uh, they, they, um, they, they, they got this black guy. For, oh, uh, no. Come guy. on. With really? a white girl. Oh, with a oh. white girl? What's his yeah. name? Booker T? Might have been Booker T. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so, Gary, where are you going to be uh, on uh, Sunday? We'll be over at my sister's house Sunday. Oh, oh, no church, huh? No church Sunday. It's Christmas Sunday. What do you What'd you ask for for Christmas, Sir Gary? Uh, I asked for Christmas radio for Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Oh, because six isn't enough, right? No, sir. I always need an actual one. Well, Sir Gary, thank God you. God bless you. Have a good evening. Enjoy your program. All right, thank you. I enjoy it, too.
All right, did we get to the bottom of this? They all taste the same. That's what I took from that. Or no one really knew, and maybe it's up to the hideout to do a taste test. And uh, there's a lot of snakes out there that give birth to live young. I thought it was uh, strictly the anaconda. That I had no idea about. I thought part of being a reptile was you had to lay eggs. No, it's part of the hideout. <laughs> what, with jokes? Yeah. It's Easter in here half the times. Please. Funniest night show in America. <laughs> I know, it's another one of the jokes. Oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. All right, what's on tap tomorrow, Chunks, executive producer of The Hideout? Irrational will be coming in to studio tomorrow. They're a great band. I saw them open up for the Jenna Tortures a couple weekends back down in St. Pete at the, at the uh, Janice Landing. And they were very good. They're big fans of the show. Yeah. I think it's irrationalband.com. I believe so, yes. Doing a thing where once a week we want to bring in a local uh, musical act. Rock, pop. I just love to get some local rap acts in here. You want to get your music heard? You want an interview here in the hideout? You can do that. You know, uh, maybe we should be uh, even open up to all local entertainment. You know, if uh, there's some stand-ups that want to come in, yeah. You know, open what? up to that too. All right, here it is. Uh, I like that a lot, J Dubs. That way we're not pigeonholing into just getting uh, musical acts. All local entertainment. Yeah, anybody's just trying to get out there, get a little exposure. You know, we want to be here to help. Because we'd want the same too, to be honest with you. Yeah, when you're up on stage, just thank the hideout. That's all we ask. I want to be in the liner notes. And I want you to have a hideout banner behind, uh, or on your uh, on your drum set hmm. at all times. Um, yeah. What else is coming up tomorrow, Also, Chunk? I want you guys to pay 100 All bucks. right, stop already. They can come in for free. Um, well, we can look forward to another great uh, Hideout Headlines game show hosted by Douche Chill. Yeah, get it together, Douche Chill. Don't disappoint the best again. ever. You, you know what? I'm going to throw it out there. Douche Chill will succeed tomorrow, or he'll stunt. I, I, I think I think uh, I feel that confidently in him to throw that out there. By the way, here's the other thing I like, too. Uh, Tuttle, it appears, lost again this weekend in the mm-hmm. Hideout Fantasy Football. I mean, uh, Putin has 65 points to Tuttle's 63 points. So that means Tuttle owes two stunts. Wow. In the Helmet of Pain to be paid off Thursday when the heretics are here. I've been there before. And I want them both collected on Tuesday, on uh, Thursday. Otherwise, well, we won't, you know, then we're off for the uh, to the rest of the year. So somebody get a hold of Tuds, and Tuds has to figure out what it is he's going to be doing. And by the way, great Monday night matchup. <laughs> They've just been killing over the last two weeks. Green Bay versus Baltimore tonight. Wow. Baltimore 30... It's going to be 31 to 3. You know, it's it's so sad uh, not being able to pick what the best matchup that week's going to be and put that one on Monday night. We got so much that goes into it. It's so hard to be able to decipher what's going to be what. I think it'd make it more interesting. But there's just too much you got to put on hold. You know what I mean? Traveling, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Maybe if you could decide it like a month out. Yeah, definitely. I think that would help, at least. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Make sure you wake up with our buddies, the Monsters of the Morning, Shannonburg Middays, Phillips Fall in the Afternoon. We are The Hideout. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Always talk good and be somebody.
Stay classy and question authority. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000.